Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy. Join me and my co-host, not Deion Sanders for Prime Time. What's up? What's up? It's me, P-R-I-M-E. Yo, P-R-I-M-E. You know what? You got that name for a reason, okay? And uh, I ain't going to sit there and put your business out there, but I'm putting your business out there because, you know, we usually do our podcasts on Sundays and the weekend, but I couldn't get in touch with Prime Time this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sitting there like, yo... Prime, where you at? Probably had to do the podcast. Probably at that he, he ain't text no he ain't say nothing back to me at all. I was like, well, some friend he is. But then he texted me back and said, You ain't never gonna guess where I'm at. And I said, Well, it's obviously not on the mic doing the podcast. So I said, Where you at? This man is at Havenhurst. This man went to Michael Jackson's thriller night in twenty twenty one. And everybody look at maybe listen like who gives a fuck about Michael Jackson? We these motherfuckers do. Who says that? I don't Who's know. But to that? I'm I about to say that. because whoever is listening to the podcast who don't give a shit about Michael Jackson, you can kiss my ass, all right? Because uh, us over here are Michael Jackson fans and know the truth and know the facts. And I'm just saying, so don't go to war with me in prime time by Michael Jackson, all right? But this this motherfucker went to the house. Yep, it was cool. It was fun. It was one person there I was not delighted to see, but other than that, it was cool. It was nice. I figured, uh, since I'm in charge of the Nerdgasm Talk podcast, I was wondering if, uh, you know, I, I know this is a slight plug because, you know, Swag on Zero has been on hiatus for a little bit. If I could interview, interview you about the event. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> You don't come on the show, so I mean, like, you know, I got to... Sure, I guess. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just a a weird... uh, Okay. You you act like, you know, Michael Jackson with Barbara Waters asking, hey, can I get you you an interview? Uh, Okay. (laughs) No, I'm just... I'm going to rest here doing the moon wall. Here I go, brother. I'm I'm about to say, because, look... I, I, I want to get into details about certain things, and I want to have a, okay. c- a certain other person on here that we that, that we can talk to about it also. And I'm like, well, we can't do that here on okay. the rest of the podcast. You, you get what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So, so if y'all want to hear hear that, stay tuned for the Nerdgasm Talk podcast that will be coming out hopefully 
today or Wednesday because uh, that's today, tomorrow or Wednesday. But um, so but, but before we get to that, yo, we got wrestling. We are loaded in wrestling talk this week because there's so much stuff that has been going on. Like, could this really be the end of Ring of Honor? Could you know what what the fuck is going on with Greg Hamilton, man? What's how was that NXT Halloween havoc? You know, there's so much stuff that we got to talk about. But before we get into that, we got to make sure we pay the bills here, man. Make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, the production company that we are a part of that helps support black podcasters here in the city of Philadelphia, along with all other podcasters as well. And you guys can hear their content that they have on there, such as the Lulu and Pop Plus One, the Lulu and Pop Horror Show for, you know, for your Halloween or your horror movie needs. Make sure you guys check out... Uh, the Mark and Dark Show, along with both sides, and doing business with Mark Randall. Now, the Nerd Coders got the content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, and Drunk Thoughts. Make sure you guys get all your podcast needs on there. And also, check us out on all the podcast apps, such as Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Also, if you like the little snippets that we put up there, make sure you guys check out the... Uh, <clears throat> make sure you guys check out uh us on youtube premium as well along with some of the no gas uh the, the no gimmicks needed rewind so uh we got uh, like a lot of stuff to get to but oh wait before i do all that we also my co-host has a podcast as well the prime nostalgia podcast one of my favorite podcasts him and lee boy tv over there doing the damn thing and stuff like that uh prime time you gotta let me know this past friday it's every single friday by the way everybody uh what was it this fr- this past friday this past friday we did a recap of uh a four halloween movies that we had seen prior so i'm curious we did four halloween movies that we had that we that we recapped so who talked about hocus pocus uh we did <laughs> one of our one of our people that we had on talked about hocus pocus talked about different scenes and and different Different movies. Ain't nobody bring up Casper. No, we didn't do Casper. We did Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, a Keenan and Kill, a Halloween movie, and uh, uh, well, Lee Boy TV oh, oh. contacted me and told me that he brought up Ghost. Was that true? Uh, mm, did he? No, cause I know he. No, don't that like must have been last week. That, that's probably last week. I'm about to say because I know he don't like ghosts. Yes, you know, uh, you know, you know ghosts. No, I'm talking we about. We did talk about it. We did talk about it last week. That's why I was. Last week we talked about it. Ghosts. Oh, okay. Because you, you know how he feels about ghosts. Yeah. Even then, he was he was still kind of hating on it. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> hey. My son got most deaf, but you know, hey, he don't care. So. You guys should check that out. Check out the prior conversations as well. Also, check out the main man Q Flow, where he's not, you know, arguing on social media with everybody and stuff like that. My man out there is selling the records, okay? He out there selling the records, not Otis. So make sure you guys go check out the wardrobe. Make sure you guys go check out the singles Otis he got. And the group, man. <laughs> <laughs> Otis and the boys. Come on now. Look, I'll just try to tell you something. Q Flow gonna have a Christmas album coming out and that's gonna be tight. Y'all thought Kenny G Christmas album was tight? Which y'all hear Q Flow's Christmas album. You hear what I'm saying? And, and I bet it in my mind on it. I'm cutting it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
inside humor, guys. Trust me. I know. Cutest in every podcast. He, he, he going to get me back for this one. But uh, make sure you guys check all that great stuff out. So, and he will be back here for episode 200. I don't care if he got qualified for work or anything. He called any other time. You know what I'm saying? But now, he, he going to get on episode 200 because we got something special for you guys on episode 200. So stay tuned for that because we're, we're, we're episode 195, probably close. You all right over there? So, so that means hopefully by December or the first week of December, we should be on episode 200, dude. This joke going to be dope. So yeah, two hundred, two hundred. So maybe, maybe I should make us watch the, you know, the uh, Big Show show holiday special. Uh, for one, <laughs> I already seen it, and for two, I'm not watching it again. <laughs> uh, remember the Big Show show? Well, Terry. Terry's not even. He's not even in it. Oh, he's not even. Oh, Terry didn't make it. Oh, because they filmed the Christmas show later. Oh, okay. Terry, he must say, I'm not coming back to do this. What? Dude, Terry was Julia terrible. White has a, Julia White has a lot of shows that he's that's only been one season. And, I should uh, tell you something. <laughs> it's like he did one show for 10 years, and after that, none of his shows really, you know. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but Terry annoyed me <laughs> in the big show. Or was it just me? Yeah, he annoyed me too, but in a different way. I'm just like, why are you even indulging in this? Especially with that smoothie machine. You know, what if AEW just said forget it and do the big show show? The Paul White show. Oh, the Paul White show. No more BS. That's what that's what the tagline is. <laughs> But instead of it being about his family, it's going to be about him, Mick Foley, and Rikishi. And, and Mark Henry. It's going to be about the, the boys. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> that would be funny. The Paul White Show, No More BS. Oh, my God. It will be more adult-oriented. Not not kid-friendly. It'll be like the adult uh, show. Mark Henry, <laughs> Rikishi, and Mick Foley in the big show doing the show. I think that will, that will sell. No More BS, right? No More BS, man. It'd be, about, it'd be about his his time on the road instead of him being home. Be like, oh, no, I decided to go back on the road again. Which is what he did, for real. <laughs> it was exactly, the exactly. The Big Show show was about him retiring and being at home, but now he's on the road again. So, yeah, sure. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? And TK gonna go right to it with Prime Video, maybe. Yeah, let's do that. You know what? TK, give us a phone call, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna replace Rose to the top. We need to we need a show to replace Rose to the Top since they went off air. That's right. They had the season finale of Rose to the Top. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. <laughs> it it wasn't bad. I'm like, Brady still got this this illusion that she's going to wrestle again. I'm like, she probably can, but it, it ain't going to be good. <laughs> it ain't going to be good. She didn't never say, I want to be a good wrestler. She just said, I want to wrestle again. She didn't never say nothing about being the best. Just say I want to wrestle. Dude, why, what's the point of wrestling? You, why, why would you want to come back to be a bad wrestler? Because Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke has gotten better since Dana Brooke was in. You come on there. Ask now, Eva Marie. She. Oh, I don't even know who you're talking about. All right. <laughs> don't even know who you're talking about. Hell, I smash. But I ain't know what you're talking about. What about Lana? 
In which ways? Wrestling being the best. Like, why you? Why? Why? Because she got one I swear, that's like the the woman's go to finishing move. That X Factor face buster. That's Carmella's finisher right now. Shit, that was Tori Wilson's finisher. That was Brie Bella's finisher. Like that, that that's that's the go-to shit, okay? Yeah, X-Pac. How do you think he feel when all the women are using his move? <laughs> X-Pac got to be... The Bronco t- Buster, but y'all like... Y'all, I would rather y'all take the Bronco Buster than take this. Yeah, is that, y'all take the X-Factor. <laughs> they like, man, easy enjoy to do. Honestly, it worked for X-Pac. I see him hit a top rope. I know we're going off topic. I seen him hit a top rope uh, X Factor to Eddie and beat him clean. I was like, "Ooh, that's that was kind of nice." It was Eddie probably sold it like a champ too, didn't he? He definitely died. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now you know if that was in Ring of Honor, you know they they, they kick out it too. But oh, that just gives us right goes on right to our first topic that we got to talk about is man is Ring of Honor. Gone, is it? Is it done? I don't think so. I don't think so. Look, Ring of Honor this past week just announced their what's what people don't want to hear from wrestling company from uh that they are taking a hiatus starting mm-hmm. uh after their final battle pay per view, mm-hmm. and their final battle pay per view is um in December usually. Yeah, so they're gonna release all the talent. Yeah, and it, 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 so yeah, so Sinclair Broadcasting shuts sh- shutting it down, and that is that's crazy c- c- coming from you know the, the, the wrestling business. Because first of all, I'll play this. I was not a fan of Ring of Honor. I never really was a fan of Ring of Honor. I actually did not like Ring of Honor, and Ring of Honor because, like I said, I I obviously. Grew up a WCW guy, and I got to WWE obviously. And then when WCW closed down, and I was definitely a WWE guy. But then, you know, around the same time, Impact and Ring of Honor was taking off, and I I, I went more into the Impact route than I did or TNA route than I did the Ring of Honor route. And mm-hmm. a lot of people probably went the other way. Like, which one were you prime, Ring of Honor or, or TNA? Well, at that time I wasn't watching, but. Oh, damn, my Later. bad, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you talking about 04. I'm like, watching 04. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah I, you know, I was, because like I said, I was like, I was like a Rod Kills, I was like a Ken Shamrock, I was fans of those guys. But the, yeah. I, I did go back and watch a lot of Ring of Honor, and uh, at that time, I probably would have picked Ring of Honor for the for the, the straight wrestling and not much theatrics. Like, even though I, I, I like the theatrics and characters and stuff, it's like, Ring of Honor was just like fun environment and wrestling. Yeah, it had, I mean, the, first of all, the names they had over there from Brian Danielson to AJ Styles to Samoa Joe to Tyler Black to Tommy Young to a lot of people. It it, it, it like to uh, Cash's Roderick owner Strong, Roderick Strong. Uh, all of yeah, Chris Hero, everybody. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris Hero, uh, Cesaro. The, like there, there was um. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't named Cesaro over there. What was, what was his name? It was uh no, it was uh, Cass. Oh my God, Claudio. Claudio. Oh yeah. So uh, they had so many talented people over there, and then of course they started coming over. Some started coming over to TNA, and some went mm-hmm. to 
uh, uh, well, what the rest of society actually then went to the NXT. Some went to WWE too. That's what I'm saying. Went to NXT, then went to WWE. Oh no, some went to WWE like before NXT was a thing. Are you talking about like EC3? I'm talking about the early Ring of Honor talents. Uh, the Ring of Honor was around in 04. So there's a lot of talent that was going around in 04 and after that. Well, I think like Ring Mercury, of Honor was 05. Mercury, Mercury started in, in, in uh, Ring of Honor. Who? Mercury. Uh, Joey Mercury. Well, Joey Mercury, that's right. CM Punk was in Ring mm-hmm. of Honor also before he, you know, the last time he wrestled, remember? If he had a wrestling <laughs> show. So, uh, so. It, now, Sinclair Broadcasting said that it will shut down next year for at least three months while the company reevaluates the business. And they, they said that the plans on Twitter to have a reimagining of Ring of Honor. That ain't a word that no wrestling fan or diehard Ring of Honor fan wants to hear. Ring of Honor 2.0 coming up. You know, he said that in, in, in a, was it a conference call interview? Without even thinking like, oh my God, we, we see how NXT 2.0 is going on. And Ring of Honor, I don't know. And first of all, here, here's the thing. With this happening, right now, all the talent is going to be released. And mm-hmm. even though I'm not a, the biggest fan of Ring of Honor, they've got people in there that I am fans of. Jay Lethal mm-hmm. is over there. Jonathan yeah. Gresham is over there. I'm a big yeah. fan of the uh the Briscoes are over there. Yeah. Uh, just you know, just just to name a few of the Ring of Honor talent that that's over there. That I'm like, uh, you can't. I don't know how they're gonna do this, but it it can't be like, well, they're gonna wait. You know, they're gonna just go out there and work wherever they want to work for three months. They come back to Ring of Honor. That's not how that's gonna work. No, they're gonna have to get new people. Well, they're gonna have to get if, if the same if some people are available. They're gonna have to get them and. Of course, bring in new talent too. Yeah. Uh, now, see the the company, uh, the producers, the producers live events and TV shows say that it keeps its roster of wrestlers fully under contract for eighteen months when events were canceled because of COVID uh, COVID nineteen health concerns. So, Ring of Honor was actually one of the the companies that were ahead of the game when COVID came. Yeah, actually, out of pocket. Say what? They were coming out of pococket out to, of pocket yeah coming yeah. out of pocket to keep their talent safe which something that WWE and even TNA and that oh, well, definitely impact in uh and aew was kind of on the ball too now a lot mm-hmm. of people obviously jumped jumped on Twitter and everything that talk about so oh my god AEW, but again I'm like yo everybody from ring of honor is not going to aew no and first of all it's not even smart to sign everybody from Ring of Honor to AEW. Now, there are some guys I do know that they want to sign. Like I said, I, I named five, but other than those five, I think they're just gonna let everybody just do whatever. Who's the five you think? Thank you, of. I didn't. I, oh, wait, let me look at this list again. Okay, I did get five names. Hold up, give me a second. Give me a second. I remember we was talking about it, but that was a text that was like, I think a couple of days ago when it actually happened. So right. you know, give me um, a second, guys. Uh, you, see, you see, I'm talking to keep out the dead air. So I'm just saying, there was a text that we had, you know, a couple of days ago, where it's obviously happened because you know, when me, me and Prime text each other when we hear the news and stuff going on like that, and I gave my opinions because some people to me don't fit in AEW. I know people may think like, okay, the Briscoes, 
as a tag team, the t- their tag team division on AEW is already stacked. So could the Briscoes help it out? Yeah, but I'm like, and they are too old and experienced for NXT 2.0. They're not going to NXT. I think 2.0. the Briscoes go to New Japan. I I about to say, I didn't think, I didn't think go to New, to New Japan. Hell, you know what? Maybe even Impact. Maybe they could, and what they gonna feel with Cody Dina? Yeah, the Briscoes could fit. The, the Briscoes could, could fit an impact, and it will help out Impact's tag division also. Uh, Jonathan Gresham, who has been one of my favorites since I see him live, he is an excellent wrestler. Excellent wrestler. My wrestling heart wants like would like me to see him go to Ring of uh go to AEW because Brian Danielson's there, and I know Brian Danielson wants to wrestle Jonathan uh Gresham if he hasn't already done it already. I'm not sure if he hasn't. Uh, no, he hasn't. But he is that 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 will be a diehard wrestling fans dream match. Tummy wouldn't. It would. Um. But I don't think he goes to AEW. I think he goes to Impact. I think he goes to Impact with his wife. Yes, I I do think you know. I mean, well, I I don't think there'll be an on screen thing, obviously. But no, uh, no. But I think they'll be. But I think I do think they'll he'll want to be there just to be you know working the same place. Yeah. But um, as far as the people that I say, I I know for sure they're gonna try to get Roosh and Bandito. Like I know for sure they're gonna try to get them. AEW because. Yeah, because Roosh and, and Bandino were supposed to be, no, Dragon Lee and Bandino were supposed to be the ones, what am I talking about? Dragon Lee and Roosh were supposed to be the ones that was going to be Andrade's mystery opponents. Gotcha. And not FTR. And then I know they were always looking at Bandino because they really liked Bandino. And then uh, after that, I said Brody King because Brody King is currently... Malakai's black tag partner, and and they got the tag team championships in PWG. Mm. And then I was like, maybe Gresham. Well, the, and, and those four were the ones I was like, I can see all of them being in AEW and and, and fitting nicely, not like getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you know, it still shocks me that I, I am actually shocked that Ring of Honor uh, would be a company that would be going under. Opposed to somebody like Impact, like I said, I don't know how the, when 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 the Earth is done, the Impact will still be around with the cockroaches. I don't get how Impact is still around. Be honest with you, of how the the, the fall off that Impact had. Yes, they had a a high peak, but they it just fell off so damn hard. But I mean, I think Impact. I think because Impact runs itself, I think Ring of Honor was partnered with somebody. Yeah, so that's why. That's what I'm saying. So I, I don't even see it. Coming back in April, I think it's gonna be longer than that. It's gonna be as like long as they need, but I think it, I do think they are coming back. So, you know, for the wrestling business, I would like for them to come back. For the I wrestling think come business, back, I think they'll come back, but they'll be like, I, I, I don't want to say they'll be straight wrestling, but I think it might be straight wrestling. Oh, uh. like come back and just be wrestling. I know, like. No promos and no like, you know, care like character behind like you know backstage segments or anything like that. Uh, mm. I, don't I, don't know. I don't know how that's gonna sell in today's market. 
But I'm saying I don't I don't think it's gonna be a show. I oh. think it's just gonna be wrestling. Like I don't think it's gonna be a, a one hour show on whatever channel. Oh well, they ain't got no channels right now. But it's right now, like I said, I, I, I don't know where everybody will, will probably be going. And you know, uh since for like my boy Caprice Coleman, I'm like, that man's in his forties. I don't know where he's going. He's gonna probably be an announcer or they need uh AEW needs somebody other than Tony Schiavone to do interviews. So man, they got Mark Henry for they, they got they, they got they got Mark Henry on Rampage for that. They haven't using him though. They, he he just came back this past this past Rampage, which oh, okay, I want to say that the last two Rampages was uh Shivani. which we will get into because I know you've seen that that mm, that main event. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> That, that, yeah, I, I, I got. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, guys, we'll get. All oh wait, to... actually, I did not actually. You, <laughs> you, you didn't see that Britt Baker Abaddon made event? No, I did not. I, I saw the, I saw the Danielson in, in, in Kingston. Sorry, my bad. Oh, well, first of all, that main event was dope, but that wasn't. Yes, that wasn't the main event. Main event. Main event. Talk about. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, but well, 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 hey, we'll get all up into that uh, a little bit later. So yeah, it's it, it's really. You know, sad news. I, I for the rest of the business, like I said, I would love to see Ring of Honor be able to return to prominence, and then you know, so you have space else to go. But I, I think with a lot of its top stars, they' about to lose out. Like it, it, at least the ones that we just named, like the ones I can see that will do no matter what they can to get back to Ring of Honor is the Briscoes. They seem so loyal to Ring of Honor. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm saying, but. They seem so loyal to their company. Like I, I can see them going back. I think, I think nobody would know how to use the Briscoes but Ring of Honor. Honestly. So, uh, I, I think that would that's uh, you know, what I personally do. But Jonathan Gresham, I'm like, it's either going to be AW or Impact. They're not letting a talent if Triple H was still in charge of NXT, and NXT was the way it was. You think nobody's going to let Jonathan Gresham just go? Yeah, definitely uh, NXT 2.0 will try to scoop him up. No, he won't. You don't think 2.0 will try to scoop him up? Jonathan Gresham, first of all, Vince don't understand. Vince and Bruce Pritchard, I don't think truly Well, understand. I would say they're going to give him a different gimmick. They're not going to give him the little the, the gimmick he has now. He don't really have a gimmick. It's like... Jonathan Gresham reminds me of like Black Brian Danielson. Yes or no? But you know how? Well, yeah. But you know how uh, when Sammy Guevara came in to EW, he had the little panda thing. <sighs> see, you see how quick they they said, "Nah, we're not doing that." That's probably what what they're gonna do to 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 Gresham if he gets there. Like if he, if he was to get a two point oh, they'll probably give him a character. They'll probably give him a. Because NXT 2.0 has been all about characters. You recognize that? It's like the 90s all over again. When you have Lash Legend and you have Von Wagner and you have Braun Breaker and then you have uh, Andre Chase and then you have uh, Carmelo Hayes and then you have uh, what's what's, what's, what's the other one I'm thinking of? You know, all all, all, all these. Huh? Uh, Chick Williams? That's just people. Then you have boot scooting. Then you have diamond mine. Like everybody has like a gimmick. You even got the the, the uh, guy that's the poker player, whatever his name is. I'm just like, 
what is these fucking gimmicks? Like everybody, oh, uh, Tony D'Angelo. Like everybody has Joe. Oh yeah, hey. yeah, hey. Joe Gacy. Everybody has these. Like it's like it's nineteen ninety five all over again. Everybody has this kind of gimmick. There is no. We bring you in here because you're a shoot. You're you're a pure wrestler. And if Jonathan Gresham gets in there, he is he has no character. He's just Jonathan Gresham. And yeah, it, I'm pretty sure they'll give him one. Yeah, but I, like I said, but in order to bring him over, they gotta see the value in him. They don't. What value does Jonathan Gresham have for t- NXT 2.0? None. He's small. He's uh he's not like the broad breaker size. He has no giving. That's not what Vince looks for. That's what Triple H would look for. But TK in AEW. Or Impact Wrestling, yeah, they'll they'll pick him up, and that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like some of these people will be a loss for Ring of Honor. That's just that's going to be. I know, think Ring perfect. of Honor when they get people though, they get they'll get like they get different indie people, different PWG people. I think when they do come back, I do too. So you know, I I wish uh, Ring of Honor. All the best, but somebody. Uh, I really quick though, really quick. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just want to run through a quick list. All right. Yeah. Of people that just look like they'll be WWE bound, whether yeah. it's NXT or WWE. Gotcha. Adam Adam Brooks looks like he'll be WWE bound for sure. Uh, Dak Draper looks WWE bound. Uh huh. Uh. Jack Draper is is like a you know he's like a, a, he looks like a Vince guy. Yeah. Uh, Flip Gordon maybe, but Flip, uh, I love Flip. Flip, Flip used to be Ricochet, but then he stopped. He turned heel and he stopped being Ricochet. He put on muscle, so I don't know if he, I don't know if he still Flip, or <laughs> so I don't know if he's still doing flips or whatever. Flip looked like Impact though. Tell me, Flip looked like Impact. I don't know. He he put on like twenty. 30 pounds of muscle. You look different than what he used to look. Mm. Like Shelton Benjamin different. Yeah, like he don't look like Flip, I'm going to do a springboard Gordon. He looks like Flip, I'm going to powerbomb you. Gotcha, okay. Uh, I think Jay Lethal will go back. I mean, I think Jay Lethal will go there, but I think he'll be like a a coach or something. I don't know if they're going to want him to wrestle. You talking about going to WWE? Yeah, Jaden goes back to Impact. You know that. You know Jaden goes back to. I, I think he will I think he'll go to WWE as a as a coach, or as a you know a, a producer. He still has, uh, what is it? He still has wrestling in him. He I don't think he, I don't think he wants to get that up yet. He does, but he's. I mean, he's not old. He's thirty six, but it's you know WWE is. They like to take like uh, they they got like Petey Williams as a producer now, or he he's getting a tryout or something. Uh huh. Petey Williams is not that old. Wow. You know. Uh, they got this guy Khan. He looks like he you know he he might get in Kenny King. I don't know where Kenny King. Is I don't from. know he where Kenny King is. I just go back to Impact. Mike and Maria might go back to Impact. <laughs> I mean, might go back to WWE. Just, just have another baby go back because I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh huh. PJ Black. Do you think PJ Black goes back and and beat as Justin Gabriel? They think he's just he's just gone. Like he's just 
back to the indies. P PJ P PJ Black it is is here. He's either going back to PWG or New Japan, or he gonna try to start something in South Africa. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I do you think as a joke that to two point they will sign CB? He says a joke. They'll do what? They'll sign CB as a joke NXT. First, I got time for them kind of jokes. <laughs> so you mean we got we got we got jokes for Andre Chase and people with us thugs and and all these random people, but you can't do a CB. Who's <laughs> over? He's over though. Vince don't count that as over. All right, sorry. <laughs> I mean, Twitter probably bring it in a bear or something, but no, not, not Vince. Uh, look, we got we, we got to see how big about it plays out. But to see what plays, we, we saw what happened, what played out when you get uh, angry at all being business. Greg Hamilton, who was the announcer for Friday Night SmackDown, and you know Shinsuke Nakamura, or you know the best in the world, Shay. Yes, he's uh, the popular ring announcer. He's a really pretty good ring announcer. And you know him from all the 2K games where they had to replace him with JoJo. I mean, had to replace JoJo with him. And Dick yeah, probably, well, hey. they probably <laughs> had to do the same thing for 2K22 because he got released uh, for a, you know, a, uh, a rant that he put on Twitter. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I just seen something. About what? Sorry, it's unrelated. Okay. <laughs> it's a Jericho Cruise, but I'm 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 thinking about getting it because uh, why not? You, 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 you said you think about going back. I'm thinking about going to this Jericho Cruise that uh, they just announced well, just I, now. Well, I about to say heard the last one wasn't too good, so. Nah, I mean it's it's like soon. They just had it like last week, and it's already in March. That's that's very soon. Wow. Well, so, <laughs> so uh, first of all, Greg Hamilton, it, it, this is, let's do it this way. He issues a thing on Instagram. So, this is what he says. I'm going to read it to you verbatim. And then we're going to go into what happened. Because he says, after six years and 52 weeks a year, it's time to say goodbye. First and foremost, don't let the internet or social media gas you up. This was a mutual respect departure from a great company. Nothing but respect from both sides. It's business. We all know our word. Also, understand that what you see on social media is exactly that. It's not real life, especially for your favorite superstars. They are human beings with real lives and incredible, in all capitals, uh, oh, and incredible human beings. The hate, the bullying that is read and internalized by real human beings, not characters. That needs to be said for my friends. And as I get older, my mother is in her 70s. My sister, Jessie, who has cerebral palsy. Those are my priorities. Not chase, not chasing fame. Not be, uh, being on television. 52 weeks a year became too much without our mental health. Oh, without so, our mental health. We have so he nothing. just randomly he just randomly came to this conclusion after he had a had a disagreement just uh, randomly. Uh, oh no, we we get into this. We have nothing but uh, 
uh, without without our mental health, we have nothing. But man, what a ride! There are truly no fans like the W Universe. Wow, six uh, continents over six years. Embracing uh, your love and passion has truly changed me as a person. I am forever grateful. And for one last time, one fall, I don't work there anymore, so you are allowed to say it now. Okay. Fine. If your sister has cerebral palsy, I, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's it's hard to deal with that, stuff like that. I wouldn't know, but, you know, that's, you know, it's yeah, it, Sometimes, yeah, it can be. Uh, you know, for his mother, everybody needs mental health type thing right here. But this is the problem, okay? I read that, and it seemed like, you know, they had, like, a, dis- you know, they went their own ways. But that ain't what, how it happened. And it's amazing how he said twice, not once, twice in the same post, don't believe we read on social media. Because what happened is, he tweeted West Side Gun. About using his voice in a song of his. For those who don't know West Side Gun, you know he's a, he's a, he's a rapper, and uh, he is a huge WWE fan. He has been seen with Finn Balor. He has the belts. He he's like Wale when it comes to being a fan of WWE. So and he has used WWE content in his songs and albums before. Correct. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming. I don't know who he is. So I'm okay. So, so he, he he has before. Keep that in mind. So when Greg Hamilton heard this, Greg Hamilton tweets out, "Well, at Westside Gun at Buffalo Kids Gallery, let's hope that since you stole all capitals my voice for your incoherent kindergarten fables, that you save up enough delivering for DoorDash because you are fucked." And he has the angry face there. You'll be paying me for years. Apologize, and I'll think about not collecting every dime for the rest of your life. So I can just get WWE lawyers. That's okay, too. Settle with my lawyer and don't ever use my voice again. So wrong. And then he kept on going. He said, mm-hmm. TikTok. The longer this goes, the longer I have in court. You re- you ready to settle or do you want to dance with WWE lawyers? It's a slam dunk. Price goes up by the day. It was twenty. Th- it was twenty k, but at noon Eastern, it's thirty k, and we go to court. That's what he said. I don't know who he think he was. Though. And I'm like, <laughs> take a step back, and you gotta realize who the fuck is Greg Hamilton. Yeah. Who who the who the, the legit fuck is Gray Hamilton? And you know what his downfall was? You know what the downfall was? For saying I'm gonna get the WWE. Exactly. <laughs> Vince ear went up like screw it up. Like, well hold on. We I present your tone, sir. It, 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 I, <laughs> the whole yeah, yeah I, I I reset your tone. This man who are you going to tell? You're going to just tell WWE that they're going to fight for you on your behalf? Who is Greg Hamilton? And first exactly. of all, the reason why I said, remember what I said, because remember, Westside uh, Gun has been using WWE content his songs before. You don't think his team went to WWE? WWE is very strict with their content. Very mm-hmm. strict. You can't even put up a WWE video 
And if they, if you got a, maybe like a five second clip of something of theirs, they will take that shit down. I, I know this. All right. They own the names. People can't use their own names because they, they are protective of their content. You don't think they gave this man permission to use that content? I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. Business wise, because you got people on there talking about. So wait a minute, Greg Hamilton. Don't nobody know who Greg Hamilton is unless you're a wrestling fan. So if he knows who you are, he want to put you over in a song like in wrestling. Don't sell it. You probably should be happy mm-hmm. you're being put over because who the fuck is Greg Hamilton? But I'm not even looking at it at, at, at that way. I'm looking at it as you don't think this man went and he got his team to ask WWE. You think he could just go out there just because he's a rapper that? Once again, if you're not part of the rap game, probably don't even know. I barely even know who this guy is. My wife do. If you're not a hip-hop head or know what's going on, you won't even know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. This guy not named is not Flo Rida. So, in other words, you think w- Vince is going to let some random rapper come up in here and just use his content and he and Vince ain't going to no, and, and get his money for it? Stop. Don't scare me. Shit. Stop. And Greg Hamilton, this is his fault. He brought this shit on himself. But now he wants to turn around and make it seem like, you know, my mental health was getting the best of me. Don't, I hate when people, don't throw in mental health if you don't mean it. Because there are people out here that are seriously suffering from mental health. It Serious issues with mental health. But every time somebody, you know, don't want to get their way, they want their mental health. You know, him, Ben Simmons, shit like that. That kind of stuff makes you angry. Oh, random shot at Ben Simmons. Okay. Random, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, when people I can't play in Philly, what do you mean? <laughs> the random struggles that people go through in everyday life, you know, that that, that doesn't need to be fabricated now because I, I have a fear that this is where we're going to be going, you know, in the near future. And I, I hate it. I, I I truly hate it. And it seems and it, he will say, but I don't believe what you read. You put this on social media and you thought you, if you deleted it, they wouldn't find it. They found it. They found it. And this is what happened. You tried to bring WWE in this day as if like, yo, they got my back. Like they probably told, they said, who the hell? They probably said, who the hell? Greg Cam's like, really? Like, mind you, what the fuck is this? They was get rid of them. You no, you don't bring out nigga. First of all, and you know is all about PR. You ain't bringing mm-hmm. us down. See, I'm saying mm-hmm. with any of your nonsense. I'm not sitting here saying that WWE believes all that PR bullshit. I ain't saying that. I said that they are PR and they they got to maintain their image and they care more about the image than Greg Hamilton. And that is fact. Am I lying? Now you quite right. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you heard this news, because I I I'll text you about it, what did you think? I was just like, what? Why, first of all, why would you even? The thing that messed him up was just saying that, just saying that one part. If he wouldn't have said that one part, he would have been good. But for him to be, like, I'm getting the WWE lawyers on you. <laughs> messed him up. <laughs> well, and first of all, this ain't the only time that Greg Hamilton has been uh, caught or called out for. Having some kind of, um, you know, uh, under uh, just inappropriate tweet said that I know when uh, when Leo Rush announced his retirement, he was like, Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, What the fuck is the problem? You know, what I'm saying, like, you know, 
he he and some people say he had a lot of racial undertone tweets and stuff like that under there. So I'm just like, I'm like, what is his problem? But sure, and, and you know, once again, he can't mind his business, but all of a sudden now he tell you about to mind their business. Stop it. He tell you about don't be where he. It's amazing how they tell everybody don't go to social media because they you know. We're human beings and we got problems and issues, but yet you don't listen to your same words. You mean like how WWE has a be a star campaign in Saudi Arabia? <sighs> yes. I'm just, saying, I'm just asking. Yes. Don't be a bully. Be a star. Unless we, unless you're a woman, we're murdering you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that is some contradicting. You're doing this the wrong way, bullshit. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. And uh, I'm like, Greg, what the f- what the fuck would you say? I'm not gonna take away the man talent for being a good announcer, but they will find another announcer. Mm-hmm. What? what uh, what's the guy at Rome name? Austin Rome. Yeah. There you go. Hey, you want a promotion? That's not, bro. You ex- if if your name ain't Roman. Or the new day, you expendable. <laughs> well, Usos too. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Vince has his favorites that what they do, you know. And right, the Usos has to be one. Roman, the new day. Look, because remember when that sex tape came out years ago? Didn't who who the one who took all the heat for that? Brad Maddox. Well, he wasn't even working there. Paige took the heat for that. I don't... She, what heat did she take? Say what? What heat did she take? She took the heat for that being... Uh, I mean, well, when Brad Manson took the heat. I think it was, it was her... It was her... She got heat when she didn't really get heat because they didn't fire her. Fair. They didn't suspend her. She wasn't even wrestling at the time. And her movie came out. So she really, she didn't really, she took the heat as far as like getting made fun of. But other than that, she ain't getting no heat. Yeah, Brad Master, I'm saying because Xavier, Xavier like she took was, no heat. She was, uh, she was the GM after that, by the way. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, Brad, Brad took the heat. They, they promoted her movie. The only heat that she got was saying Paige here. Yeah. But that, uh, I, yeah, that and I mean, Xavier was too no heat neither at all. They actually made a joke on TV. Oh, yeah, he made a joke on TV and at uh, at an award show he was hosting, exactly. So, yeah, uh, so Vince got his favors, you know, what I'm saying that that's just not going nowhere. And but then, sorry, Greg Hamilton, you are expendable, you are expendable. Mm-hmm. And that's just the and that's that's the way it is. And he really should be ashamed, he really should be ashamed of himself. And I'm just like you know, this didn't have to happen this way. And you were talking about mental health and people people are human beings. How come you didn't treat Westside God like a human being? How come you ain't How come you ain't be like this? Look, I want to personally or privately contact you and be like, look, I I didn't appreciate you using my voice or and he could have been like W cleared it with me because you don't own your voice or my bad I didn't know you know what I'm saying it was a thing I apologize it, it, it could have been handled so much differently but the way he, he came apologize. at apologize 
Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the way he came at him, and with the disrespect he came at him, it was unnecessary. And you want to talk it was about like, uh, it was like Will Smith in that one episode. Back up, back up. I mean this. I mean this. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, it, 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 and out of all that, I was like, you know, that's um. That's very unfortunate because you know everybody wants to be treated like a human being, and yell yell mental. Our mental health is, is fragile, and all of a sudden don't believe what you hear on social media. But yet you turn right back around and you just just you treat all these people, you know, not the way you want to be treated. And I was like, okay, so sure, everybody, you know, everybody wants to ignite their own privilege. So sure, well, I mean, like I said, that shit is on him. You know, he'll he'll find another job, you know, wherever he, he probably wants to go. Oh, <laughs> Rick about to open up, open back up. Shit, open back up. Then, there you go. I mean, like, wait till April and see. Uh, let, let, let's see what happens. But in the meantime, no, I mean, I, I don't. It's like you want us to feel sorry for you, but, you know, you brought this shit on yourself. And, you know, and, and me personally, I don't, I, I don't understand that. So, all right. I guess that's what it is. Meanwhile, the ones who brought shit on themselves was WWE for releasing Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt is now a free man. You you heard me? Bray Wyatt is a free man now. And uh, he tweeted on Dynamite. uh, The same time Dynamite was on saying two days. And uh, he says that once he's a, he's he's official free agent, he is already teasing that he will share his side of his time in WWE soon. Because I really you know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? Jericho podcast. Jericho, <laughs> Jericho podcast with what William Tunda. And he, Jericho is like. Get he's uh, getting notorious for getting these people right after. Yeah, so that they like probably the most bitter that they've ever been. Exactly. Like, it, it, oh it, my god! Let it all out. Jericho is very intelligent of, of how to just throw little flames on that joint. Like, take that, take that. Yeah, how how, how you feel about that? Yeah, because because mm-hmm. I can see Jericho talk about some mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt probably won't bring it up, but he'd be like, "So that hell in the cell, so far, yeah, trigger." And just go, and he'll go with it. If Seth Rollins had come out on the Stone Cold, on the Broken Skull sessions and say, I want to choke Vince Man on a WWE product, what imagine what he will say. He already tweeted, said, oh, wait to hear my side of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait till you hear my side of it. So, uh, he said, um, <laughs> he reached out to social media, uh, and called out two people with WWE that their opinions seemed to uh, emanate from. And he put the, the tweet that said, Now that we have Johnny and Bruce's opinion, I would like to share mine with the Rocket and Nation gif. <laughs> and, you know, with the with the rock roll in his eyes. So I am, uh, I, I, I'm ready to hear what he got to say. And he, he was on social media and showing that he'd been working with the Hollywood producers that help him get the mask together, uh, and I guess they're, try- they're trying to shoot something. I don't know where he's going to land and end up at. I mean, he he will be a good pickup for anybody. Where- You're right, but if he goes to like Impact, that'd be so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it won't. I mean, it, 
he could do like how Matt Hardy saved the whole company, but it would still be disappointing. It it, it, it would be because that's how, that's how I felt about Broken Matt. I was like, why are we wasting Broken Matt on Impact Wrestling? And, and well, first of all, first of all, he he. It ain't like it ain't like they signed him. He was broken man. He created broken man yeah, there. Yeah, after big money man. So I, I was like, yeah. So he created. I was like, but you know, at, at the time, Impact's audience was a little bit bigger, I guess. So you know, yeah. And then they, they was leaving. Then Matt said, "Wait, I gotta give it. I <laughs> saved this whole company for at least two years." He, it, he did. It, he yeah. did say he because he, he he was like the hottest thing going in Impact Wrestling, which for- which is hard, which is. If you tell somebody that watched and like maybe the 2010s to stop watching, t- and you tell them in 2018 that Matt Hardy is one of the biggest things right now <laughs> in the whole wrestling world. Actually, it wasn't even lying. 2018 because um, that, that Matt oh, Hardy was right? 2015, 2016. Because remember, 2017 is when he came back from WrestleMania. So yeah, okay, well, 2016, 20 early 2017. Gotcha. Yeah. 2015, 20, because 2014 is when the storyline started. Mm-hmm. And then we just. And he turned into Broken Matt 15. Exactly, yeah. Then we were just going in. But, th- but that 2016 year, which was, was, was a bad year in general, but however, that Matt Hardy stuff was great. Mm-hmm. Like, Impact was robbing. Everybody was talking about Broken Matt. They was getting the attention away from WWE. And I was just like, it, it was. It was great. And then they, then, I don't even think was Broken Matt was never even a world champion. He was only, he was only tag champ with Jeff. Was yeah, like, but no, he didn't need no championship <laughs> at all. It oh, was yeah. just the the the, the oh. final the, the final deletion the uh, the tag team. Oh, that's, also, that's also when Lash they had all the belts at the same. Time. <laughs> oh, wait, when he was when he was like that, that walking Armageddon. <laughs> he had like four yeah. belts at the same. Time. Yeah, yo, he. Impact at that uh, time. Look, I'm not gonna lie because impact at that time because Moose was on the rise also. Impact at that time was like okay. Uh, we got rid of. I Hulk. think after after the beatdown clan era, they started to die down. But then this was when Matt Hardy came in, so it was like it was kind of ramping back up. Exactly, and then and it was ramping ramp back up, and then it was like we we got more, we got some kind of attention going on, and it, it was it was some it was actually some pretty good stuff. Impact was doing some yeah. some pretty some pretty good stuff, and I think they were still doing the Impact Zone, wasn't they? Yeah, and because then once that Nashville shit hit, I was like, yeah, that it's and then and this they, they, they didn't go away from the Impact Zone until uh, Jared until Jared and that and all that. And it's like fuck Global Force Wrestling, dude. It's all about TNA. <laughs> so, I yeah, I was definitely feeling it. Twenty sixteen was that was a year, and it, it was amazing. Slamversary was was hitting and all that shit. So, Decay was great. All, all, all that stuff was great. It it was all it was really mm-hmm. all great. Yep. So, I don't want him to to end up there at all, but I am I am happy that he is a. Uh, you know, free. Yeah, I'm happy he's free too. I just hope that he go. For one, I hope he's happy wherever he goes. Second, I just hope he goes somewhere where he's needed. You say he goes somewhere where he needed. Yes, he's. Yeah. Need, I, well, I, psh, honestly, you could put me AW and then we can actually make the Dark Order something 
something scary and vicious. Mm-hmm. If he wants to do that, I- Impact is he's or he can do the code, the code of Wyndham or whatever his uh, name is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think that would be good. I, I think AEW would probably be a better place for him to do. I know he doesn't seem like the AEW type of wrestler, but when it comes to like the Dark Order and stuff like that, because if WWE fired him, they ain't gonna take him back, which is stupid. So I wouldn't do Impact. I would do AEW. And New Japan don't fit him to me. Yeah, no, I think. If he does do it, he's going to do... If he does do AEW, he's going to do... I don't think he's going to take over the Dark Order. I think he's just going to have his own new stable. We got too many stables already in the damn damn shit. Yeah, right, but, you know, this is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's going to be like, I don't don't want y'all of y'all silly. And uh, TK is not going to change them to being serious. At least not now. Probably should him. It'll probably, you know, <laughs> it'll probably do him better. Yeah, but he, they are just he he likes them so much on BTE where he's not even. His That's you know what I yeah. keep forgetting about the fucking uh, BTE stuff. Yeah, like Tony Khan. Like the reason that they are as much used as they are is because of BTE. Uh-huh. Like, That's the reason why John Silver and all of them are being used to this extent. So yeah, yeah. That's why. Well, well, I, I, like I said, we, we gotta see where uh, he lands and things like that because uh, this gonna be interesting. What also, what also, also was interesting is WWE released their twenty twenty two pay per view schedule, and there are some things mm-hmm. that that I thought was pretty cool. Some things that are changing, and some things that okay. So we really putting up this AEW type thing, uh, you know, in order. I'm gonna tell you why I'm saying. So January first, day one, they have a pay per view mm-hmm. called Day One. Uh, Which I don't know why it's just not New Year's resolution. It, exactly, because they, they did that before. Uh, uh, from the State Farm Arena in Atlanta is Saturday, January first. Obviously. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. <coughs> we got. All Saturday pay-per-views this year. Not all of them. Yes, it is, except for one. Are they? I thought I thought it was just two. the big four. No, there's only two Sunday pay-per-views, and those two okay. pay-per-views don't even have names yet. Okay. So, day one is on Saturday, January first, because Chris, Chris is on a Saturday this year, so I knew that was gonna probably happen. Uh. Then we have Saturday, January 29th, the Royal Rumble at uh, the Dome at America's, uh, America, America Center in St. Louis. So it's going to be a dome. It's going to be, a, obviously, a, you know, it turned into a big well, um, stadium. I knew show. that was going to be. I knew that was going <clears> to <throat> be on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd, is WrestleMania at ATM Stadium in Dallas. So WrestleMania is going back to two nights again next year. Mm-hmm. Which. I think that is the way to go forward. I uh, just I would just have it one four-hour show. You don't got to push everybody on the show. It's the bad because because you know they want to get everybody on the show, and and those I'm just talking about from a fan's perspective. Like, but I, you, I, if you're going to be there, parking, exactly. So I'm saying if you're at the stadium. If all they, that kind of experience. They, they're trying to just cash in. Sorry. If they kept to one four-hour show, 
I get it. Like if they, if they come to the one four hour show, and everybody don't make it up to the car, I get it. But they haven't been doing that since. I they need to go back to doing it. The, like, I mean, but the, I know but, they want to be nice and all, but like, but the, we but don't the, but need the, 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 Carm- the We don't need Carmella versus Dana Brooke on the on the WrestleMania. We don't need that. No, no you don't. But for, we don't even need it on the pre-show. Honestly, honestly, to be honest with you, we don't need these Andre the Giant or May Young Women Battle Royals no more. Those are fun if you're gonna have a surprise in it or whatever. But, but when you just have they don't treat people it like it, the last time. And then don't yeah well yeah you don't do nothing with it then yeah of course but. That's why. That's why that should be just a pre-show thing. If you're gonna just have it, okay, yeah, the winner, okay, sure. If you're gonna do something with it, that would be way better than just having them win it and just to say that they won it and then never even bring it up again. I will. I will say this. It does help. A couple things. When the thing when WrestleMania is on two nights, it does help that certain people get to make history main event. Like if WrestleMania was one night. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks would have never made a vented. <clears throat> if they never made a vented, they never would have made the history that they made at that night. And I'm happy for their history that they made. Uh, also, if WrestleMania wasn't two nights, you know, how good would that AJ Styles Undertaker Boneyard match would have actually been? You know, like, well, I mean, that was the first night. So it, I was, it, 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 it was it was night one. So, and also, the good thing about it being two nights is there are there are <clears throat> certain matches that get more attention, that you can help build up more, and it can be more exciting if it has if it has you know you know a regular night you know to breathe because that way you don't need a four hour show. You can I'm do still, it. I, I'm still in the one night category. I, that's just me. No, I, I I I feel what you're saying, but then it's like because if you look back at the at those those two WrestleMania's, I was like, look, I, I I like that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks didn't get overshadowed. I like that they gave them 20 minutes on one night because okay, you know what? Let's make this interesting, shall we? Do you have your computer up? Okay. Computer up. Uh, do I need to type something or what? Because yeah. I, I let's look at the WrestleMania card, okay? It was, mm-hmm. it was WrestleMania thirty-seven last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at the card. So uh, on the WrestleMania card, mm-hmm. uh, what's okay? So night one, see, so if they put this whole thing together, and the fourteen match card. So let's say if they some got to be cut out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Cesaro and Seth Rollins would have been cut out. AJ Biggie St- and Apollo, huh? Biggie and Apollo would have definitely been cut out. Uh, AJ and Omos and the New Day would have been cut out. Seth Rollins and Cesaro would have been probably been cut out. Nia Jackson, Shannon Baszler, and to me, well, should have been cu- called out in, fir- in second place. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, no, Sheamus and Riddle would have been cut out. Now, Sheamus and Riddle would have been pre-show for me. Now here's the thing. Apollo Cruz finally got a WrestleMania singles match for now the consummate idea was stupid in a Nigerian drum fight. That was stupid. But I mean if it was in a in a hardcore match with Big E, they gave them, you know, he gave he gave him his match. We would have never seen Apollo have that kind of match if it wasn't on two nights. Such as <coughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn wouldn't have had a match at all 
they would have been stuck in some multi-man ladder match or yeah. multi-man match, which, once again, uh, since you have money in the bank, you don't do uh, a ladder match like that on WrestleMania anymore. So, people are missing out. Uh, when it comes to, you know, bad, okay, bad bunnies and celebrity. The celebrity always gets his spot. Uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon. Okay, I get it. Uh, you know, those kind of matches. So, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks wouldn't have had the, wouldn't have had the time to sell. Are you that, just saying it's because you want them to be the main event? Other than that, other than them being the main event, I just really just don't. It's well, look, The reason why I'm saying that is because it gives... The reason why I, I, I'm all cool for the two-night thing is because, one, I'm looking at it as from a content creator standpoint. I'm looking at it also... You're looking at it as from a... A fan like you get the chance to go out there because they love Florida more than they love Philly. Okay, I don't know when Philly's getting the next WrestleMania, and if Philly was had as many WrestleManias as fucking Florida had, I would probably love. I'll probably be in the same boat you are. But in the content creator, you join the show. But when it comes to t- trying to get this stuff together, get the outline together, when it comes to trying to live stream, which I'm still all not right, just, great. All right, just, just answer this question. Okay. When they have two nights, and it comes to excitement. Don't they favor one night over the other, right? With cars. You said, do do they favor one night over the other? Yeah, like, oh, do, like, say they put, like, whoever they really want, obviously, it's going to be night two. Yes. So why not just have all your excitement on one night? But... Some, it's okay for people not to make it. Like, it's no, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, I know it's okay for people not to make it, but here's the thing. Like, because you, you talk about Apollo and his big moment. It's okay if he didn't have a big moment. But they Apollo didn't build it up properly. Something. Apollo been there for so long, he deserves something. Okay, well, hey. It's, hey. It's not your fault sometimes. It's not like, always hey. It's not all, It's not always hey. It's all. It really got shit to deal with. Like, look. I understand, you know, probably excited for one night, but even if you probably excitement, would Bianca Belair and Sasha have been the same if it was on the same night with Roman, Edge, and DB? Yes, it would have, because I still think that was the best. I still think that was the best one. I'm just, it's just my opinion. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, look, the crowd being into it, her winning it, and then, okay, because once again, it's all about energy. That probably would have sucked the energy out the room. It's kind of like, okay, for instance, the one night, WrestleMania 35, right? Right. Okay, that's the night Kofi won the, the WWE Championship from Daniel Bryan. Yep. What else was exciting after that? That's why you have that as the main. You So so Kofi and Daniel Bryan is going over the first ever women's main event with Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte? Yep. It's not, and you know it's not. Not that's the history. That's if the I history. Was it, it would have. If the, I was, it would because have. the build to this match. It's like the it, the build to this match was really great. So was the Kofi build, but until the end of the the triple the the, no, no, the women. The match was not. Uh, I I it's no. Like, I'm talking about until like the last like few weeks of it. They started losing it. No, the, 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 the last few weeks was I built up. Remember when Charlotte need Ronda's head in the in in the windshield and shit like like that shit was dope. The match didn't live up to it, unfortunately. 
But that that was you know that that was the whole. Um, I think for me, Kofi already like already would have got a like for me just would have got a bigger pop than the triple threat, no matter what, because of obviously what we know as the the champions is concerned. Yeah, but that's just us as black people. All right, so what? The, what the, so the women was gonna be like, oh, uh, one of the three, woohoo! Look, I'm saying we, you guys say we gonna look at the Kofi and Daniel Bryan thing differently. But what? But here's the thing: even even the the crowd was into Kofi and DB like the whole way. They was into the entrance. They was into the show. They was into the atmosphere. And by the time we got to the main event. It sucked. It it sucked the energy out the room. Nobody cared about Samoa and Ray. Nobody cared about Roman and Drew. Nobody cared about Triple H and Batista. Nobody cared about Bear and Kurt Angle. Definitely didn't. Nobody cared about Finn and Bobby. It did. It was waiting till the main event came. Then when the main event came, they was already drained because he'd been sitting there for five hours. Just cut it down to four. If you cut down, then if you cut down to four. Kofi and Dale Bryant don't get that much time. If you cut it down to four, we didn't have to see Baron hurt. We didn't have to see whoever the. We didn't have to see a lot of stuff. They could have just cut it down. Yeah, but you, I'm saying Kofi and Dale Bryant wouldn't have got that much time in their match. If it's four hours, they they could have allotted time properly. You got four hours to allot time. You mean to me they wouldn't have got time in four hours? Not what they probably would have kept on the show. That's what I'm saying. You gotta. It's about pacing. It's because you know Vince wants to do his celebrities. Vince wants to do his campaigning. Vince wants to do his Susan G. Coleman shit. You gotta do all that, and then we just look at the time at, on, on on the match card that says 23 minutes. We're not including the winning time of the celebration of him and his family or the entrance time with that long ass ramp. That time has to be cut. You gotta take all that into consideration if you're going to shorten down the show. Those four hour shows that were just four hours were not big stadium shows like that. And if they were, that rent wasn't that long. Look, go back and look at them. Go back and look. All right, I just know for me, I would just rather the one, the one day. That's just for me. It's like. WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, they had the heaven and hell entrance for WrestleMania. Then they had to come down the ramp. Then they had to have a 30-minute match. And then after that, nothing could follow it. So they had to rush almost, see the edge and big show. And that was for the championship. And then Orton and Triple H bored everybody. You know, so that's all... That, that that's what I, I I'm the point I'm trying to make that if you have two nights, sometimes you're able to, you know, people that are deserving can probably also get themselves a you know a chance also. That's all I'm saying. But moving on to that, we have on Sunday May eighth, it's a pay per view at Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Don't there's no name for that yet. June fifth, there's a pay per view in the Allstate Arena in Chicago. I know th- that's all out is in September because I oh okay I I think I, I think I figured it out now I think I figured it out 
I think, because I don't know when these Crown Jewel shows are going to be. But uh, here's the big thing. Saturday, June 2nd. The Crown Jewel shows are March and... October. October. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they don't have those days when they get big. So here's the thing. Saturday, July 2nd is Money in the Bank from the mm-hmm. uh, in, in Vegas in that stadium. Then July 30th is SummerSlam in the Nissan Stadium in Nashville. That's 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 stupid to me. That I agree with you on that one. That, I like we doing money in the we're doing two stadium shows in the same month. They're doing three in like the span of like uh was it two 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 months or a month and a half? They're doing like three. Yeah, because uh Saturday, September third, or it says or Sunday, September fourth. There's going to be a pay-per-view from a to-be-determined location, which we think is that UK pay-per-view that they've been... Yeah, I think that's the UK. Yeah, yeah. But you guess what weekend that is? Wait, say it again. September 3rd or September 4th? Yeah, they're trying to compete with... uh, That's all out. Yeah, they're trying to compete. So they try to... I mean... but, But see, I think all out is going to that actual big stadium in Chicago to sell it out, opposed to going to the that little small one. It depends on what WWE does. If WWE wants to have theirs on the same day in a bigger in a bigger stadium, then they'll do it. But other than that, they'll stay they'll stay loyal. How about sick is it? If they go part the big guns, they they gonna they gonna want to try to fight these motherfuckers. Um, then we have Saturday, November twenty sixth is the Survivor Series at TD Garden in Boston. So. That's the new lineup. Obviously, Crown Jewel being October, and either in February or because there's no February or March show. So I think you know because they got had a super showdown show. March. Huh? Crown Jewel is in March. That's Crown Jewel is in October, and Super Showdown is in March. Or February. Well, I mean, not Crown Jewel, but you know the Saudi shows. What I meant, Saudi <laughs> shows is in March and uh, October. Okay. So with that lineup, I, I, I'm curious to see you know how this is going to you know shake things out. That whole Money in the Bank and SummerSlam thing is is it's too close for me when it comes to that. I think well, they some, didn't want to have three in the in the in the span of a month just you know just because. Yeah, I I really think that since SummerSlam is like like the one of their biggest shows, you need to have a a good build up period, not just three weeks of build. For a SummerSlam show, unless you got a lot of this is going to carry over from Money in the Bank into SummerSlam, so you know now that that on that part, that's just me on on, on that part. So, but uh, we got more things to talk about because we're going to get into our Halloween Havoc and uh, our AEW Dynamite Halloween show reviews for the Midweek Wrestling War. So, without further ado, let's get up into that. All right, guys. So it's it's uh the week of Halloween. Obviously, it's after uh past Halloween now. But you know, by the time that these shows were going on, it was Halloween week. So we had Halloween Havoc for NXT 2.0, and then we had the Halloween Special Dynamite for uh, AEW. It was a it was a Halloween themed show. If they did, if NXT didn't own it or WWE didn't own it. They would have. I think AEW would have probably did Halloween Havoc. That's a nice W. That's one of the best. Yeah, all the WCW shows they want. They they want exactly. Yeah, Halloween Havoc was one of my favorites. I used to love Halloween, Halloween Havoc. Havoc. Uh, 
Clash of Champions. They want, obviously. Yeah. What else? Well, I mean, might as well say it. Might as well say it. No. They are playing in the show, and they was going to use the Clash of Champions name, but they can't use it, so they're going for Battle of the Belts. Okay, I guess... Uh, Clash Champions sounds better, but I, I get why they can't use it. Yeah, so what other name would you got to have championships or belts in the titles? Or what? Uh, the title, the tight, tight, tightened out, whatever, you know, like. It's, I mean, I don't know, you can't use Clash of <laughs> Champions because that's also the title from- tournament, the tight, the Titan titles, like, you know, Battle of the Belts is like the best one that yeah. they can have. Like I said, you right. that's, a, that's a ripoff name of, uh, you know. You know it's funny, but I I don't ever never, never understood why WWE would not not get rid of like the the regular pay per views like Mayhem or New Blood Rising. No one no damn well, they didn't want to use them. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, uh, uh, I'm surprised AEW hasn't did a show called Mayhem because they got like Rampage and Dynamite, just regular names like Mayhem. Seems like that goes in. We do, Rampage but once again, WWE owns that Mayhem thing. Mm. That was a WCW show, so it owns that. It owns Mayhem. Was it? Was it? Was it what? Barely. It was barely a WCW show. It was. It, it was a barely show, and then also they had a video game after it. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So yeah. So, uh, so let, let's get right on into it. We get you know we got three matches tonight. They're gonna have to spin the wheel, make a deal, and Chucky gonna be spinning these wheels. No, dead serious. Um. <laughs> they are put, I'm like you know these become a WCW a lot of times for doing all the if know. he I would I would be I wouldn't be surprised if he is the celebrity Hall of Fame this year Chucky yes oh my god look I don't understand like Chucky was used so much back in WCW especially with Rick Steiner uh, ironic right and then all of a sudden now he got the new TV series on USA and now Chucky's even here he even called WWE you know what I'm saying but um huh Chucky something uh so now dead serious he is spinning the wheel to, to make the deal and we land on a stairway to hell ladder match for Eos arrive so he starts taking on Indy Hartwell and literally <laughs> Take it off, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada versus Toxic Attraction. Okay, so here's my problem with this: okay. is that you can't have too many pure development. Oh, come on! You can't have too many pure developmental talent in these kind of big stakes ladder matches here. Okay, obviously, yeah, you, like, huh? I, I don't. Okay, let, let's be real. They are barely ready to normally wrestle, and now you can put ladders in it. <laughs> exactly. Toxic Attraction is not ready for this. I don't know who, you know, Patricia something is in there. And to be honest with you, I never really seen Indy Hartwell in that much of. She she's been there, uh, for for years. So she has probably the experience. She has probably been on the road, obviously before with the crowd stuff like that. But I don't no, know. If she, she got, hasn't. Huh? She hasn't. Oh, she hasn't. She was there for a while, but she hasn't been on the road and stuff. Okay, so she she's still kind of a newcomer herself. And then you have, um, yeah, her partner. So I, honestly, Zoe Starks, and it's like basically Io Shirai, like the only season vet in this match. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And it showed. Okay, this was not the best of ladder matches here. They do all try to do the whole spot where they all have the ladders in the ring. They, they made a ladder bridge on the outside, so we know how that's going to go. Uh, we have Toxic Attraction that, that kind of climbs up. One of them falls, and then Indy Hardwood just throws the other one down on top of each other. And then uh, they all go outside the ring. Her and Zoe Starks is there, and Indy Hardwell. Uh, Indy gets off the ladder, and then... Uh, I forgot who pushed. I think her partner. Like I guess I don't know who uh, Indy Hartwell's partner is. Uh, I'm not too familiar with her. She gets uh, pushed the ladder over. Zoe Starks jumps on the rope and then does like a diving splash. And we've seen Sin Cara do this. We've seen Shelton do this before. So that's the kind of spot that it was. It's turn, turn. We see Ricochet do it. It's turn, turn negative into a positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of move. And then uh, Zoe Starks and then and. Uh, Indy Hart will come on, come back in the ring. Indy gives her the, I, I want to say, safest spy buster on the ladder. Mm-hmm. I was like, that don't even look like it hurt. I, I mean, you know, people may disagree, but I like, that don't even look like it hurt. And I'm not saying you're supposed to go in there and legit hurt these people, hurt these people but but you know, it comes from the experience. Io Shirai is climbing up on the ladder. Indy pushes it over. I don't know if Io got the wrong angle. If she didn't jump in time, her foot placement wasn't right. But she stayed on that ladder way too long. And it pushed over and she took a nasty bump. Usually, when you hit them ladder bridges, people jump off the ladder and they fall into the, you know, into the ladder, off the ladder, whatever the case may be, they have enough time. This one, I was just like, she kind of like, the ladder hit the ropes and then she kind of like bounced off that ladder, hit back and neck on the ladder and then it didn't break, and then just kind of fell down and died. That's, yeah, I don't think nothing went wrong necessarily. Like, or you just think I she, think she just took it. I think Eo took it how Eo would take it. She do take some crazy ass bumps. Like that's what I felt like. I didn't feel like nothing went wrong. I felt like she took it how Eo would take it. Now the ladder, the ladder did like the ladder was all the way up on in the air. Like the V, the ladder made a V the other way. Yeah. Like, you know, usually when it's on his legs, make a V, it made a V up in the air. So the ladder was up in the air, but I think EO took the spot how EO would take the spot. That's what I feel. Yeah. Hartwell climbs the ladder, but Jane returns and drags it down, and Dolan grabs the belt. So Toxic Attraction is your NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. One small complaint. Are you sure it's small? Well, I mean, other than the match, like we, all yeah. right, sure, the match was whatever. The ending of the match, why not have one of the toxic attraction be the one to knock down EO, then they climb up after, rather than Indy. the EO spot and then the Indy spot and then the the ladder. I mean, then then the win. Inexperience. Yeah. I think it's all about because you know you, you can call matches in the ring, and I don't think they had. Like I said, this was a lot of these things. With the new NXT, and you have these kind of special shows, which I don't even know if they're gonna have takeovers anymore. They um, a lot of these people are inexperienced, and you can't put them in these kind of matches yet because they did. They don't even have the basics now. It's like mm-hmm. if, if somebody's trying to play basketball, right? And they they, they, just, they they don't know nothing about basketball. They're just trying to learn how to dribble, you know, shoot the shoot shoot at the backboard so the shot can go in. And just do that, and then you add, then you put them on a five on five four court game. Why would you do that? 
Yeah. They're going to suck bad. It's like if somebody says, oh, we, we run in zone, we run in man, or, you know, cut to the basket, or, you know, play 2-3. Like, they're like, what are you talking about? I don't know what ain't set me up a pick, run the screen, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how would you know what to do, you know what I'm saying? If you don't even know how to dribble or barely shoot the ball yet. That's how I felt with these women. Like, they barely know how to get in the ring and wrestle really well. Mm-hmm. And then you ask her to go in there and then do yeah, a ladder I, match and call spots in the match? No. I think that uh, it should have been changed. I think this match and the next match should have changed stipulations. Okay, well, 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 I don't know if you mean the next match because the next match is um, Joe Gacy versus Malik Blay. But before we even get into that, no, okay, well, you know, you know what match I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so this is a, an all night going thing with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams approaching the old house because Dexter Loomis invited him to go get his North American Championship back inside the Dahorna House, which he. What was it last year? And, uh, so, uh, Johnny calls up Johnny Jigsaw for, I guess, Halloween. Neither one, when, when he got the car, and then, um, they go walk up to the house and get, get the monitors. Very escape the Undertaker looking type thing. Uh, Grace and Walter. I thought I was wrong. I thought, did I put Escape the Undertaker on by accident? <laughs> that's a, hey, black guys go to a haunted house. Oh, that's Netflix, all right. Um, look, so what I'm going to do is when we get to like the, the, I guess, decent parts of this, I'll just, I'll just talk about them all in one big thing. Uh, cause it's, it's, it's different segments throughout the night. They really have Grayson Wall on the ramp as Dracula. He says he don't even know what happened to LA Knight. And the LA Knight comes out looking like Dracula. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then, uh, we, we I'm going to saying. Huh? All events was saying exactly. Then Joe Gacy comes out, and then he gets just dropped immediately by Malik Blay. But then the guy, baby Brock that we used to call him, who now shaved off all his hair and shows all his tattoos, who looks like Lars Sullivan now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is out there with Joe Gacy, and he's about to choke out Malik Blay, but then he tells him to let him go. He does a springboard lariat and wins the matchup. I don't like that. I don't, I'm not talking about the win. I'm talking about how they turn Baby Brock into Baby Lars. Well, they turned him into whatever because the dude touched his face and he, like, cried almost. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, remember how Wilson would better be like, man, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's like, I don't know what, what, what happened with that, but, <sighs> yeah, another, I guess another guy ruined so far. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they show the NXT developmentals having a Halloween party in the bag. It's terrible. Uh, Odyssey, uh, Diamond Mine comes out to make a challenge. They buy the locker room. Odyssey Jones accepts it. So we have Odyssey Jones taking on Roderick Strong in the matchup. Uh, it's okay. They didn't really get as much time as it was to establish who, you know, Odyssey Jones or anything like that. You know, even he was a runner up in the breakout tournament. Uh, so he gets slammed with a bot a bicep of the back breaking and the Creed Bros go in the apron to distract Jones and knocks him off. And then uh Rod uses distraction and then hits a leaping knee 
on Ashley Jones, and that was it. Like that's that's what took to take him out a leaping knee. So, and it's just it's like signature. So you know. Okay, and Rashawn wins the matchup. So uh, I'm not talking about any of the Halloween party. That shit was just terrible. Now we have for the NXT you women's. You say that as if you're not watching. You say that as if you're not watching NXT 2.0. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Chucky's back to spin the wheel to make the deal for uh, the, the, the NXT Women's Championship. The trick or, the trick or street fight, Raquel Gonzalez taking on Mandy Rose. And it turns, like I said, it turns to be a trick or street fight. And here's the thing. Mandy Rose is good. Okay. I, I said, I, I, like, dot, dot, dot. Raquel Gonzalez mm-hmm. is still, you know, still working on things. And they put him in the street fight. And I was just like... I don't know. I've seen, obviously, better street fights. And Victoria and Trish Stratus come to mind for me from Survivor Series 2002. Uh Uh-huh. How how women go in there and they just beat the shit out of each other and have a decent-ass matchup. I don't know. You mean to tell me me Mandy Rose is about to do that? No. No. Because it was like they had, like, the most safest... Street fight I've ever seen in wrestling. That's why. That's why I don't like. Mandy Rose feels like she's like just right out of the Divas era when she like wrestles. Yeah. Because it's like she's like she seems like one of the people where she's like, oh, I'm too pretty to like be hit like hit hard. You know. Like she got some moves. I like her running knee. Like I think she's better than even fucking Marie. But well, yeah. But you know, you know how like Trish would like she would take it and get beat up. Yeah. I can't see like. Mandy getting beat up at night, not caring about her face while getting beat up. Like she's probably gonna be covering her face the whole time while getting beat up, rather than making it look like she's legit die- dying. Yeah, you, you know what? Because I, I, I'm not saying that for character. I think she may legit be like that. That's what I'm saying. Like Trish yeah. didn't care, but Mandy looks like she. That's like she's she cares. She's aware. Yeah, she. Uh, Dave Raquel says it to her announce desk. Uh, she goes for the candlestick shots, and then uh, Randy Rose kind of shoves a chair to Raquel, and then um, you know, trying to go for a leaping, uh, you know, the leaping knee falls back to the chair. Then it goes over the announce table. And then um, Raquel comes up with a, a Jason mask and uh, this fire extinguisher, and I'm like, let me tell you how this does not look scary, and with all this light y'all have in NXT 2.0. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> let me tell you how dumb this shit looks they uh go out and, tr- and then uh she tosses Mandy into the steel steps uh Gonzalez tries to go, go, go pull out a table they put a table into the ring and uh she tries to go and uh was it she kind of spears Mandy Rose through the uh table and uh, as she go, as she go for when this hooded figure comes up and knocks Raquel's eyes in the back with a shovel, and then Rose hits her leaping knee, and then Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose is your new NXT Women's Champion, and we mm-hmm. and we reveal out that uh that all that Tasha Trash has all the belts, and well not all but you know what I'm saying all the women's belts and. They reveal who who it is. It's Dakota Kai. I'm like, and she could not get back. I told you. you. I told you. You was right. You was right. I can't. Just for the promo. 
I have been mistreated in NXT. Oh, what well, wait. Who else has a has an Australian accent to go to guy? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So when she she said I'm gonna come changed, I'm gonna come different. Nothing changed. She's still a all. heel. She got she, she still has the pink, pink hair. I guess. Yeah, this, everything is the same. I was like, oh, okay, that was just the safest street fight I've ever seen. It, it, it you know, it wasn't as worse as um B Fed versus uh, uh Electra Lopez. Electra Lopez, yeah. Because that was terrible. But I'm just saying, but it was still like the next level up of safeness. Mm-hmm. Uh we're in the haunted house, Trick Williams and and um Boot Scoot. Boot Scoot. The Trick Williams and Carmel Hayes is walking through there looking like no limit soldiers. Going through this haunted house. And you get the same kind of scares that they had in the haunted house last year. And then you have Dexter Loomis and John Gannon looking at in a monitor backstage as they try to come through the house to find North American Championship. And uh the zombies Are you are ch- sure are you sure we didn't put on Escape the Undertaker? Are you sure? Uh, bro, it's what it felt like. It felt like that because I was like, you know, why does it look familiar? The zombie kidnaps Carmelo Hayes in the same way Xavier got kidnapped by the Undertaker. Just saying, and uh, Trick Williams is just going around yelping and doing all this kind of screaming from all these, you know, bad looking zombies. They finally find their belt, and then they kind of run out the house, and then you see Dexter Loomis and John Gannon with all the monsters and stuff. Just staring them down. There's the Loomis go to be eight feet tall too. Yeah. Huh. I, let me just say that this was the uh, actually worst way to like the, the whole thing with him and Carm. Uh, uh, what's his name? To the moon. Camera Grimes. Camera Grimes last year was so much better on how they did the haunted house opposed to this year. And then they did the wrestling zombie for a whole year. Yeah, referees. Yeah. So yeah, my daughter obviously did not like it neither. Uh, and you said Kim McGrath. She said, "Ugh." Uh, we have uh Grayson Grayson Waller in the ring and promotes the social media, but then LA Knight comes out dressed in the same outfit. Knight tells Grayson to get out of his ring because he's a real host. Waller accidentally admits that he caused nice car problems. Tries to blame it on Chucky. This is this is a true story, everybody. Out comes the new signee, Solo Soka, one of the Usos, Usos' brother. Why did I just call him J Name Uso? Yeah, just be a thug and join your brothers. You don't even gotta join your brothers. He he can be the NXT version of himself. But I'm saying we do we know in the future they're gonna do some type of storyline to say this is our brother. Yeah. So why not? If, you, if we already know that's what you're gonna do, why not just? Have him be have the name now. Why not just have him be uh, Jermaine Uso or whatever? <laughs> Jermaine <J-name>. Uso. <laughs> Uso. J- uh, who, what's another J name that rhymes with that that's, that can go with J and Jimmy? J, Jimmy, and John. He could be John and, Uso. Well, we already got really got a John. So <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> Jermaine, I'm sorry. Jacob. I'm, he could be Jacob. Dude, Jacob I'm sorry. Uso. I'm stuck with Jermaine Uso. That joint is great. <laughs> that joint is great. But I'm saying he could be a J name Uso, and then they say, "Oh, this is the Uso's brother." It's it's just weird for them saying Siasuko is the Uso's brother, and it's just like you can't make connections like that. Why why not just like you can't call Braun Breaker 
Rick Steiner's son because it's like, well, why is he not Steiner? Well, yeah, exactly. Because uh, why he just be Steiner in the first place? But but y'all want to, but y'all definitely want to put this man on because he's part of the the, the extended bloodline. Exactly. It's like, and for and for one, if he wasn't, he looks just like the Usos in the face. He do just like the Usos. Like they got strong jeans or something. Because I thought when I first seen it, I thought uh, one of the Usos cut their hair. I'm like, oh damn, they they got blonde hair now. But no, it is him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, we'll see. Hopefully, they sign their the other guy too, Jacob for two. I think that's his name. Oh, okay. He's an MLW. He's like Umaga size. You're not gonna actually never mind. You're not gonna like him. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. No He's Umaga size doing a drop uh, springboard moonsault. Yeah. It's the one where you're when you're on a rope and you look like you're falling and then your legs catch you and you do a moonsault. Oh, Rosie used to do that. Oh, yes. He is. He is Umaga size doing that. <sighs> This this joint is gonna fuck up one day. Alright. Next match. Tag team championships. The the they spin the wheel, make a deal for MSK taking on Imperium. It's a lumberjack o' lantern match. What? Definitely should have should have switched. This should have switched. This should have been the ladder match, and you could have made that women's match the, the the you know the lumberjack match. So then all these developmental people in costume that nobody cares about is uh Coming out for this matchup, the matches. You know, uh, quick, quick, quick side note, because I just thought about this when you said this. I miss. I wish NXT was on the road at this time, because like every Halloween they have a Halloween battle royal, and all the wrestlers come out dressed up in outfits, and it's like, oh, it's, it's cool. Oh my gosh, it's it's to be so fun, like a house show type of thing. Yeah, but it would like, also be cool because Halloween Havoc used to be scarier. And, well, what I'm saying, this wasn't this wasn't when they was doing Halloween. This was just like how like this was just like a a live event. Type. Oh, like, live this was event not type on TV. Thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, Tinker Knots came dressed as Kane. Rhea Ripley was Triple H. Uh, Bianca was like a bar of soap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just random. They just random outfits where they they were just they were like outfits like they were actually being. But don't you have a problem with? Rust, why would you dress up as a wrestler wrestling at a wrestling event? Didn't you have a problem with, with those kind of uh, costumes? Okay. <laughs> this is different. This is definitely how's different. Di- how's it different? It's definitely different. Okay. I know how it's different. Uh, all right. It's called favoritism. I got you. No, no. Okay, okay. So, all right, just, just real quick. Just real quick. Dressing up as Triple H is, is a pop for the people there. You're performing in front of the people there that's going to be like, okay, that's cool. Who are they performing for dressed as MJ? Answer me that. Just answer the question. Who You're not performing perform for anybody. You're just there so people can take pictures of you. Oh. Why would I want to be a Triple H in NXT, his company? And well, there, right, that's right. just a little much, is it not? You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? All right. Doing the. Hello? It's different. People popping for a Triple H entrance is different for you just dressing up as Michael for, to take a, to take pictures when everybody's dressed as Michael. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you think they're going to let this shit go? Uh, the match is... No, 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 no. 
the the match is cool. I like uh, something goes on with uh, with the matchup here. They, it's uh, fine, but I just I like Imperium. Don't get me wrong, I really like Imperium. But why would they make a big deal out of them almost being the second or third longest reigning tag champs if they're just not going to do nothing about it? What that for John MSK? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know, because I, I like MSK. I, I, I know they got the whole, you know, booing rumors and what's going on about that stuff like that. But uh, I thought he was going to retain here. I didn't just want to lose on the show like how we yeah. have it here, especially how much of a big deal. That's like uh, when Impact is like, oh, Deanna Peraza is like uh, ten days away from uh, Taya Valkyrie's record as the longest reigning women's uh, Impact Knockout Champion that she lost. It's like. Why even make that big of a deal to say, okay, she's going to pass it and get this close and then just nothing? Exactly. I feel you on that one. Uh, hey, Imperium, Imperium is two-time. Let's go. Well, two, get Walter hey, back. Two, 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 hey, look, well, they uh, they uh, finish out Carter with, with the Imperium bomb for the win. So they are the new tag team champions. Oh, by the way, Walter is supposed to fight Cesaro uh, later this year at a UK show. Oh, that's. I be think it. it's a live event. I think it's a live event. Though. I don't think it's like a TV show. I'm about to say, that's still a damn good match. Yeah, I, I would want to pay to see that. That's still a damn good match. Mm-hmm. NXT Championship mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa to take on Braun Breaker. This is not a spin the wheel make a deal type thing. It's just that's it. Ciampa's well, just like I definitely would have lost all my money. What I was betting on this, <laughs> so would I, because <laughs> Chopper comes just just like Kratos from God of War, and Robert said, "I was like, can he at least wear his dad's head his headgear?" His nah, wrestling, you know, he should have came out and trolled. He should have came out of Scott. No, 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 no. <laughs> Peep this: you do Scott when you win the championship. When you win a championship, you bleach your hair. You come out in the whole metal. I'm head. saying for Halloween. And Halloween, I would have came out as, as Rick Steiner with, with, with the leather jacket, the dog. I would have did Rick Steiner at Halloween. Who's more popular? Come on now. Come uh, on now. We know Scott's more popular, but I'm saying, but w- wouldn't that be great to see him come out as like Scott when it comes, uh, when he was a championship? If he's winning the championship, well, hey, that's what we thought he was winning, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did have a good match, though. Like, Braun Breaker, obviously. Is a good wrestler, and they are really behind on Brown Breaker. There is a point where they uh have like the concrete exposed on the outside, and um, Brown Breaker is trying to give Chopper like a German suplex on the concrete, but then Chopper reverses it, gives him a DDT. Once that he gave him a DDT, then he came back in there and um he gets uh I don't know if it was the Widow's Bell or, or, or if he did the fairy tale ending on Brown Breaker. Uh, then, uh, he says, oh, it's a fairy tale ending. And then, but, but Breaker kicks out. Once he kicked out of a DDT on the concrete and a fairy tale ending, I said, he's winning the championship. How do you, you can't top that? Mm-hmm. He got to win the championship. That's well, pretty, pretty stupid if you ask me. So, <laughs> but no, Chop hits a right knee to the head. Then, uh, two more. Then another fairy tale ending. And I'm like, so. Why was it? It's backwards. Honestly, it's backwards. We, we, we talking all this. I feel like LeBron is going to win it in like two weeks anyway. 
He's like, you know what? I'm on a rematch. And Tom's going to be like, I already beat you again, but all right, sure. And then that's when he'll win it. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, but here's the thing. I don't like those backwards kind of finishes. Why why not do the knees in the fairy tale ending first and then do the concrete spot with the fairy tale ending and then put put somebody away? I just don't like his backwards. You know why? Why? Because Brian Breaker. God, that name sucks. Mm-hmm. That name just sucks. All right, because uh, he couldn't he couldn't even be Braun Steiner or you know. He why is he just gonna be baby something Steiner? He had you know, you know have him be have, have him be Braun Steiner so he can say BS like as his catchphrase. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> to all my peeps, to all my freaks. Okay. Uh, now we're going over to AEW Dynamite. It's Wednesday night. You do know what that means. Mm-hmm. It is back on Wednesdays, and now we're getting ready for the last show before Halloween. I mean, well, obviously Rampage will be doing that, but this is the last Dynamite before uh, Halloween. So um, we are Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross, Excalibur on the broadcast team, and we're starting off, uh, kicking it off with CM Punk taking on, he already got a nickname already, the inf- infamous Bobby oh, that's Fish. His, that's, that's his nickname. Oh, the infamous Bobby Fish? Okay. Yeah, he's had that for, you know, his, he had, he, they took it away in WWE. Oh, okay. Because, you know what I'm saying? You, you know how AEW loves to do the shit with the nicknames and stuff. Well, everybody has nicknames, though. It's not like they give give everybody nicknames. Everybody just has nicknames. They just they just honor everybody's nicknames. They damn sure do. CM Punk don't have one yet, so I mean, you know. He has nicknames, but he probably is like, nah, I'm just CM Punk. They, they're not calling him Chick Magnet. No, no. Punk has has nicknames, though. Yeah, Chicago Slayer. You know, he has Nick, like, you know, Chicago's favorite son. All those type of names. He has nicknames. They just don't don't call them by their names. But a lot of... Hello? Did we lose Prime? You can't hear me? Oh, no, I didn't. You, You went out. Oh, well, I was just basically saying a lot of people have nicknames. Gotcha. Well, uh, I've seen, like, the match was fine, but I, I've i seen CM Punk and Bobby Fish have, well, I haven't seen it, but I know CM Punk and Bobby Fish can have better matches. Well, they both are 44 plus. <laughs> yes, I do know that. I was just saying, but, you know, it's just something like, you know, missing from the match. Like, if I wouldn't have made a main event. I'm glad it started off the show. I said, I well, like, no, I, I knew they weren't going to go into, like, a second or third gear. It's just like a it's a match. It's like a, a, a match. It's just a match. Yeah. Just to put, you know, by official on his list of people he beat. Uh, he, he hits it with a, a neck breaker and a short arm clothesline for a near fall. And then uh, he tried to go for the, G, the GTS. By fish counters with a dragon screw. And then sliding clothesline. Point up. Uh, Punk hoists up Bobby Fish and then finally hits the GTS and wins the matchup. So I do like how they ended it though. Oh yeah, and it was and it, and it was sweet because they've been they've been like he's been attacking Punk's leg the whole match, and uh, when Punk hit him with a GTS, he waited a little bit. Uh huh. Because his leg was injured, then he when he went for the pin when he got the three, Fish kicked out like right after three, like. A half a second after three. So the, the, the Hogan kick out. 
Yes. Okay. But I, I like I like how it made sense because he gave him the GTS and he waited like twenty seconds to pin him. Oh. And, and then Fish kicked out at right after three. I, I I just like that. You know, it's not like Booker T could have did the same thing, but hey. Uh, you know, he probably could. I'm not sure. But I get what you're saying, though. That's one of my alarms. Okay. Uh, uh, next up, MJF, which uh, <laughs> Excalibur says he's finally paid his quarter dues of, you know, wrestling. Uh, taking on uh, Bryce Donovan. Nobody knows who this kid is. He comes in there and he hits the um, uh, 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 the heat seeker. Pulls uh, mm-hmm. the power driver and pins down on one finger. And he has words for uh, Darby Allen. He said, on September 29th, you made a mistake and you interrupted me when I told everyone that I deserved to be the AEW World Champion, which is true. Okay. And you threw that gauntlet down and now you're too scared to show for work. I knocked out Sting with my dynamite diamond ring and now that Darby's out of my way, nothing to stop me. I am the past, the present, and the future. Then here comes Sting coming down with the snow, with the baseball bat, and MJ pretends to be scared that I turn back out. And then MJ was like, it's a little joke, stop playing. And then lights turn off, uh, you know, he says, very funny spirits. Spirit said, yo, I, it wasn't me who turned off the lights. And Stick appears, his wallow uh, in the stomach, and then hits Sean Spears. And then MJF gets out of there. But there's somebody in the crowd who's dressed like the old Universal Studios Invisible Man. <laughs> with the bandages around the face and the sunglasses and the, and the hat mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yep. it turns out it's Darby Allen. But before we get there, here's my thing. Because I, I kind of messed it up here. Because there was a like a promo that came on of somebody <laughs> dressed up like they had MJF's face cut out. In a concert? Is it like, like a concert? Yeah, like an old 1920s concert. And then all of a sudden, Darby Allen comes out and front dropkicks the shit out of this guy. On stage, and I was like, I, yeah, I was definitely like, that's not necessary. And it was like, I don't understand what this was for. And if it was like, I accept your challenge like that, but if he was going to be in the arena anyway, that would have been a bigger pop than seeing him come and drop kick this guy that had an MJF cutout face on him. I felt like it was like Shawn Michaels when he came back uh, against the Union. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? So yeah, when he was one of the cops, right? Yeah, but he was on the screen talking, right? Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh well, I'm tired of this." You know what, uh, Officer Number Three? Who are you? And then he took it off. Yeah, but see, that was better though. That was better. <laughs> he took it off, and he was he, he was great. That was that was so much better. It was well done because you wasn't expecting Shawn Michaels to actually be there. Darby, I was expecting to come back, but why do this? Yeah, why do the video? That didn't make sense. Yeah, and then yeah. the video didn't even make sense. I thought the video was going to be like of Darby resurrecting or, or healing or something. It's just a dude at an MJF concert, and he just comes in like drop kicks. <laughs> like, yeah, and she has to cut out MJF face mask over, oh gosh, over his actual face. I'm like, why... I would have rather Darby just been in a plane or something and say, Darby, you're next, or something, and then jump out the plane. <laughs> like, that would have been, been better. <laughs> this this right here, I was like, okay, I like when Darby came and then he attacked everybody, but then this was a miss. 
uh, when it came to the, the, the whole video thing. Pulls out the mm-hmm. skateboard with the thumbtacks and hits Warlow with it. And, and full gear is going to be Darby uh, Allen. Because this is Darby, he said full gear. Darby versus MJF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Schwein, uh interviewed Britt Baker, DMD, Dr. Britt Baker, and said that Tony Khan, TK, signed for a no DQ match between her and Abaddon on Friday's Rampage. Mm-hmm. Halloween edition. Halloween edition. TNT Championship, the Spanish guy, Sammy Guevara, taking on all Eagle Ethan Page. Good matchup by these two here. I was like, oh, it's, 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 Sammy comes in like, like like full of rage. Comes out, starts beating him up, goes down to the outside, and, you know, stands on his feet on, on, on Eagle Page. Uh, excuse me, on Ethan Page. And um, they go back and, and they, you know, strike Sammy is like really over this match. At one point, Sammy goes to the top rope by Ethan Page on the outside, does a, a, a shooting star press to the outside right onto Ethan Page. And, like, he, he got him actually kind of pretty good. So, Sammy, uh, on was it on Dark or one of one of the, the Dark shows? Sammy was cutting a promo and, and Ethan Page came out and stomped him in the face and broke his nose. No, I missed it. <laughs> it was on Dark or one of them shows, whatever. But he stomped him in the face and broke his nose, <laughs> and he was just bleeding all over the place. <laughs> so it was like one. Remember when Dolph Ziggler stomped on Kofi's face? Uh, it was, uh, it wasn't like, it was gushing blood, so it probably was like that. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, it was like, because I was, I was watching his vlog, and he was like, busted open, like gushing. I was like, what is this from? He was like, yeah, watch Dark. Watch Dark He just said, watch Dark. <laughs> That's what he said, watch Dark. You want to see how this happened? Watch Dark. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and watched it, and I thought it was going to be like some big thing. No, they were just stumping him out, and he just accidentally got kicked in the face for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, eat the pace starts to change the momentum, and then they said, "Well, since this is one day after Halloween, having in nineteen ninety seven, Halloween in nineteen ninety seven, Halloween having was October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven, and this was October twenty seventh, uh, two thousand twenty one." Where mm-hmm. Ethan Page tried to do the whole uh, outsider's age, like Eddie Guerrero did mm-hmm. Mysterio, yep. uh, to Sammy, and then he throws him and Sammy catches him with Hurricane Rana. Mm-hmm. Eddie's and Mysterio's look great. This shit look bad, but I was like, that's that, that's just Sammy's moveset uh, for you. Uh, I think it looked bad because obviously you can't do it as quick as Mysterio did. That's why. That too. And Mysterio uh, was able to jump up and then do the hurricane around a quick one. Sammy just he couldn't do it. It's too heavy to mm-hmm. do it like that. Uh so Ethan Page goes, uh it uh was it after that happened, Sam finished him off with a shooting star press, wins the matchup. Scorpio Sky comes out to the ring and starts beating up Sammy after the matchup. Jericho in the circle run down and come to the aid of Sammy. And then Jericho grabbed the microphone, so Sammy won his match. And that means that it will be a five-on-five-man tag team match at full gear. They get to pick the team. So it's uh, Sky, America's top team against the reunited inner circle, baby. And he said, we're going to tell Dan Lambert uh, to be a dynamite next week. It's going to be a Minneapolis street fight. So... 
I don't know what this won't be like at full gear, but especially with the UFC people trying to wrestle in that matchup, I'm not sure about maybe they can try to pull him into something good. I mean, I think uh, what's the guy in there? Not Jorge, but the other guy. Who? The ball, the ball guy. I don't know his name. I think he'll he'll take some bumps. I think he'll take some good bumps. Uh, I hope they good bumps. Uh, Tosh, I think he took a, he took a rock bottom through a table. Did you see that rock bottom and who was doing it and where the table was? That was a very other than Swagger doing it. Other than Swagger doing it, of course it's gonna look safe. So I'm saying, but I'm saying at least he went all in on it and didn't try to land pretty. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying by a good bump for him. Gotcha. Like he didn't like take try to take it safe. He like just went for it. Just put his legs up and just went for it. You know, like, you know. Uh-huh. If Mandy's going through the table, it's going to look like the safest table bump every single time. <laughs> so, that's what I mean by he, he's going for it. It's a good bump. Uh, Tony Giovanni's message with Brian Damson and Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, you know, saying he's suffering from depression and stuff. He ain't taking his meds. But he said, don't tell me about hard work until you walk the mile on my shoes. And then D- Brian Damson was just like, that's the Eddie Kingston I want to see. I hate to tell... Uh, you Eddie, but I've been through it too. I'm not saying that you're not a hard worker, but you know, uh, a lot of people are going out here with what you know what you're going to do. So he he's ready to see the real Eddie come Friday on Rampage. He said, him, you know, Eddie, Eddie and John are the one of two toughest professional wrestlers they ever met in his life. And despite all that, on Friday, we go out there and prove that why he is the best. Uh, side note, just just a quick side note. How come when, when Daniel Bryan was retired for four years, WWE didn't try to put him in the Hall of Fame? I don't even, yeah, I don't argue that either. I was like, I don't know if they, if his accomplishments didn't meet up to it, which I'm like, what accomplishments? Daniel Bryan has did a good amount more than probably about a quarter of your Hall of Fame class right now. So I don't know if he, I don't know if it was a him type of thing or what, but I'm so surprised in four years they didn't give him, they didn't, they didn't put him in the Hall. It was weird. It is because they put Edge in the right next year. Well, because oh well, yeah, no, I was gonna say because Edge was career ending, but so was Daniel Bryan. Okay, I'm about to say so was Daniel Bryan, <laughs> and the the next year they go Edge. Yeah, so uh, maybe they had nobody scheduled for 2011 or whatever. They was like, oh, Edge, perfect time to be at you, buddy. Well, yeah, it's it's that 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 2012. Did Shawn Michaels go the same year he retired? The, the next year after he retired? Yeah, he was in the class of. Uh, Actually, Sean went, was it 2000? Yeah, Sean went in, I'm pretty sure he went in the same year that they had the match. Or was it 2011? Oh, God, what year was that? Is he 2010, uh, 2011? No, you're right. He Sean went the next year because Ted DiBiase was the headliner for 2010. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ted DiBiase was the leader. Uh, was was the headliner for uh, two thousand. So then he went in twenty twelve. Then no, he went twenty eleven. Shawn Michaels went twenty eleven. Twenty eleven was 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 when he last wrestled. No, it wasn't. Twenty ten was when he last wrestled. 20... WrestleMania twenty six was in twenty ten. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay yeah. And... I don't know why I keep thinking WrestleMania twenty five is in twenty ten. No. 
No, WrestleMania 25 yeah. was 2009. That was, was 2009. Yeah, I don't know why end, 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 end of the 2000s. And that's when Stone Cold went into the Hall of Fame. So wait a minute. Well, uh, we get too deep into it, but so he was he was the referee, and then he came back out to to do the Hall of Fame. No, he was he was put in the Hall of Fame. Oh no, that's the first. That was the first Triple H. I got you. I, I got you. Yeah, and then he came and then he came out and they did the Hall of Fame. I mean that Hall of Fame yeah, referee. Sure. Yeah. So I got it. So yeah, but yeah, Brian Dixon, not 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 a Hall of Famer, but he will be. Uh, uh, of course. Uh, AW Tag Team Champions Lucha Bros. I wouldn't be surprised if he tries if, if Vince tries to get him in, in there next year because he didn't have no ill will. Because <laughs> what you call it? He, uh, Billy Gunn went in the Hall of Fame. And he was still under contract with AEW. Yes, he definitely was. Yeah. So, and then they kept taking shots at it in in his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, that well, was funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was funny. Uh, then we get the, the TBS Women's uh, Title Tournament first round matchup. We get the Women of a Thousand Holds, Serena Deeb taking on Hikaru Shida. Did I say it right? Yes. There we go. Great matchup. Matchup for the... you. Say what? I got a question for you. Okay. Did you notice anything familiar in this whole match? Uh, let's see. Serena Deeb was wearing pink. She did the Bret Hart figure four on the steel steps. Uh, she didn't turn heel. Oh, no, what am I missing? This was a Bret Hart tribute match. That's what. Okay, so she had the the Bret Hart colors on. She did the the Bret Hart figure four on the steel steps. Uh, she did more Bret Hart moves too. Yeah, sharpshooter, and she kind of like turned heel like Bret Hart, didn't she? At the end. Well, she was already here. Well, I mean, well, well she was she, she was borderline. She was she was teetering. But no, this was a this uh, was a Bret Hart tribute match, and then they ended the match the same way that Bulldog and Bret ended. Yes, it did. And the Sheeta won. She got her 50th win, but that's not what's important. She's advancing the tournament, and then after the match, I didn't, I, ugh, I hated that though. I did hate that. You didn't hate what? Cause she got her fiftieth win, but it was just like it, it, it didn't mean as much. It didn't mean as much. It did. Yeah, you're right. She just got it, and it was like, all right, that's cool. No reward, no trophy for it or anything. And then it's like, all right. Yeah, and then and then beat up and injured, and you're probably out for two months. So let's see. Oh snap! You know what? I just thought about this. So that means Serena D could probably you think she'll probably still advance. She might. It's either she advances or whoever got the buy just gets the buy. Or or she'll face a person who's in the body, then, which will yeah. be. Uh, but no, so no, I'm saying whoever has the buy will keep the buy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know yet. She might still try to wrestle on her leg. We'll see. Yeah, we do got still that. Um. So yeah, after she beats her up with a steel chain and everything, that she just really just like takes apart. Uh, Ikara Shida. Uh, Leo Rush and Dante Martin said that you know uh, Mike Sidell is not gonna is gonna be injured, so it's gonna be Dante Martin versus versus Matt Sidell part three. Uh, John Moxley taking on Dark Orders ten, and he, the winner will face Orange Cassidy. Uh, Moxley don't give two shits. Moxley beat the shit out of ten, ripped his mask off, bit him, 
got him to bleed. Like Tim really got no offense in this joint at all, which you which was warranted because that's how it's supposed to be. And uh, he's the paradigm <laughs> shift for Ted and wins the match just like that. Yeah, he, uh, Moxley is going on his path, his heel path of destruction. Yep. And since Cody said I'm not going to be the main event, I'm going to be right before the <sighs> main event. Cody comes out with Art Anderson. He he does the promo, bro. He does the promo, <sighs> and he's just like you know, look, I'm not going to sit there. He said, you know. You hid the part about the, you know what he said. You know, you know what the one that bothered me was. They cheer people, they boo, and they boo people, they cheer. No, I hear old wrestling managers shouting at oh, clouds oh. on social media, and I heard you this Saturday. I had one of the best wrestlers in the world, Mac High Black. I hit the Tiger Jar ninety eight, but for a brief glimmer, I thought about hitting a different move. And he would have, he would have got cheered if he would have hit it. <laughs> Come on now," he said. "But what I have popped up, what I have broken a rule. But you know why I didn't? Because that was the easy way out. And oh, then hit, hitting the pedigree and winning the match is the easy way out. All right, because that's the heel way. The heel way is the easy way, and he's not going to be that because he just said it doesn't matter because he is a father now, and uh, you know, oh. you know." He uh he got a time from Hollywood. He apologized to those of Nightmare Family and Arnison Anderson. And he says, you are right. But I'll tell you right now, uh, I feel like as a fan, you have the right to cheer or boo. He's not going to acknowledge the man. Uh, but if you're going to acknowledge the man who signs the checks, please acknowledge the man who built this bank. It's uh, <laughs> just so... And he hits the line. He ain't coming to build a bank because I, I last time I remember, I thought Jericho built the bank. Uh, oh, nice bird, Prime. Nice bird. Because I'm just, I'm just, just being real. They was not selling this company on Cody Rhodes or Cody. <laughs> they was selling it on Jericho and trying to build up new people like uh, Omega and the Bucks. Cody was there, but it wasn't like it wasn't like main event Cody. Look, all right, sorry. I'll tell you right now. That was a good line. It's, it's kind of like Jericho built that, you know, uh, what's the most popular bank in America? So, I don't know. Shit, I hope it ain't Bank of America or Wells Fargo. Oh, no, no, that's actually. <laughs> uh, but here, here, go, here go, you know, little citizens of TD Bank. Here come Cody Rose. <laughs> like that. I got a bank, too. Well, Andrade is tired of hearing this shit. Andrade El Eagolo, who Tony Schiavone and Jeff Ross called Andre. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I said, y'all cannot get Andrade together. You know Jim Ross can't that. get Andrade. You know Jim Ross can't get Andrade. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Andre, uh, 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 who was it? Andre uh, Iglo. Igloo. <laughs> I was like, oh, here you go. Sorry. He says, well, look. Uh, these people don't like you. They don't like me. But the difference is, I don't like the people. <laughs> he said, "You make stupid, cho- you, you make stupid choices, Cody. For once, that tattoo, it's stupid. Bray don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't like this shit around the neck neither. I mean, if you want to get on your chest, fine. But that on the neck, I that that that, that, that shit was dumb. Uh, oh, real? Uh, you know, I wait to after. Never mind, I wait to after. And then all of a sudden, he up. says, "Uh, you you try to get in my business, but wait, if you want, I can make you my little bitch." And the lights went out. 
Then when I skate back going, it was Malachi Black. He sprayed the black Mr. Cody Rose. And Black and Andrade El Eagolo beat down uh no team on Anderson and here come Pack coming out and eat up the yeah, odds. I, I, I don't like that though. Neither do I. I don't like this team of Malachi Black and Andrade. Uh, I mean, I I understand it if they if they go with the right storyline of saying like we we know we got friends and and you know like you know what I'm saying like they talk about we got friends yeah. and we got relationships outside of wrestling. Well, honestly, yeah, okay. this should have been before their third match. Well, look, <laughs> I just don't like Pat coming out to be the one to you know what I'm saying I don't like Pat to be the one to come save Cody Pack. Saving Cody. <laughs> yeah, that 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 ain't sitting right neither. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. That, that that's not sitting right neither. Pack would just let him get beat up. Like who? Pack, you know, Pack cares about Cody. Like some people, Pack care about is Phoenix and and uh, Penta. Yeah, even if Andrade is out there, he don't care about Andrade that much to come help Cody. <laughs> apparently, yeah, he, he just beat he, him. Uh, apparently, he does. Because Cody will never turn. Uh, I will not turn. <laughs> oh my god! Man. I should make that. I should make that. the thumbnails. It'll piss you off. But 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 the thing is, he said he first of all he's a way better heel, way better heel. I don't know if you see him in Ring of Honor or whatever. Who Cody? Way, way yeah, better yeah. heel. Kiss the ring. Remember, he was the way better heel. That, that, that whole thing, he's like, if it's called the Ring of Honor, why can't I have the ring? Yeah, the whole Tom Brady thing. Yo, that was great. I, yes. I was I was going yes. to see them shows live when Cody was doing that. They call you the American Nightmare for a reason, so that you can be the bad guy, yes. not the American <laughs> Dream. How are you going to be a face talking about I'm the American Nightmare? Like, I, uh, all right, all right. But he won't turn. Okay, well, main event. call him the natural. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Made event silly this time. The Dark Order taking on the Elite. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, we gotta talk about these interests. Say what? We gotta talk about these interests. Okay, so we, we we have the Dark Order, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, and Coco Banner. They're going against the Elite. We know who the Elite are. So the Elite come. Uh, they're dressed up as Ghostbusters, and I mean yeah. Ghostbusters. They yeah. got the whole proton packs. And everything yeah. in the Ghostbusters uniform coming down. Adam Cole, Young they, Bucks, and Kenny they, Omega. They have a theme, a custom theme song too. Yes, which I heard that guy did it in within like two hours and made that custom theme. Yeah. So it was, you know, sound pretty dope. Literally, it's like it's like it was like an upkey version of Ghostbusters song. If you heard Ghostbusters, this is an upkey version. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of dum 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 dum, it's dun 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 dum dum. So it's hype, it's hype, it's hype. it sounded like a fucking super click song. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, meanwhile, the Dark Order come out. Oh God, these costumes. Uh, Coca Bana was playing. Um, who was he again? Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler. You had John Silver as Bambi. You had Stu Grayson as Kratos. Mm-hmm. You had Evil Uno as. <laughs> The cowboy, hey man, I don't know. <laughs> the, the cow, I was like, and, and the and this looks stupid. And then you had Alex Reynolds as um, he's a cowboy too. I okay. think. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I was, I, lit- I thought they were going to match and be a, a stable and match because that would make more sense with the dark horse. It would. 
But it did. Yes, not. <laughs> like, like, what if, what if, like, what if the uh, the elite was Ghostbusters and like they were like Ninja Turtles or whatever, you know? Like, there were other four Bruh, other like Ninja Turtles, people. Power Rangers. It doesn't yeah. matter because obviously y'all gave two shits about this main event. There were people mad, like, how dare you had the AEW World Champion out there looking like they were in a pro- pro top pair? I was like, he do look stupid, but I'm just saying. Well, no, that's, that's Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's that's Omega. That's why that's why I don't care necessarily that he does silly stuff because it's Omega. It's like this is who he is. Like they, they could have been Mortal what? Kombat characters. There's so many she could have been, and I was like Bambi though. So obviously, <laughs> I I was too distracted by you know the bullshit they had to match up. They uh have like the Dark Order all in the middle. They all give him like low blows and stuff. And like take them down with their props. They, huh? They, they doing they doing the Ninja Turtles move. Exactly with the proton packs, they all run and shell shock, and it's like to the Dark Order, and they take all the. Why pro- did y'all? Why did they? Why did they dress as Ninja Turtles there so they could actually do it with a shell? Because like- Prime, I know what you're about to say. I know it's Omega, but. You you, you you gotta have your world champion have some dignity. He's not coming out in no fucking Ninja Turtle outfit like that with the shows. That all one right, just looks completely all stupid. Alright, you, you think so? You mean tell me the no, no, Mr. No. Video Game no, 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 no. Omega, Omega would do it. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I, I'm not okay. saying he won't do it. I'm just saying TK, like, you gotta have some kind of respectability for your champion, bro. You mean telling Mr. Mr. Video Games himself ain't about to come out? I'm about out to say because you know <laughs> Big E likes comics. Big E likes video games. Big E is not coming out. Big E don't have the creative freedom as well. Do they got some creative freedom to do that shit? They don't. They but actually they have did it before actually. And th- th- there is certain levels of ridiculousness that you're going to go to because even as a champion, you do got to carry yourself in kind of a certain way. And here come with a big ass turtle with the with, with the with, with the headband on and these big ass shells. I'm just like, yo, that will cost more people. You you want to bring in some casuals, all right? You got to. It's business. You got to bring in some casuals. That ain't it, <laughs> okay? But they did now, it. I do think the Ghostbusters outfit worked worked for them though, yeah. honestly. Then after that, they, they take all the the, the proton packs off and give Coco Band a, a you know the power bomb on the proton packs, which I know hurt. Which by the way, I'm glad they got the power bomb up this time because that one they tried to do on uh Luchasaurus. Well, every time since then they they made up for it. So say what? Every time since then they made up for it. They kind of made it into a bit now. Exactly, yeah. But then you know afterwards we see. This big state puff marshmallow man getting the ring. You hey guys, this is uh Mr. AD here. Um, so what happened was our podcast got cut off. We recorded the whole podcast, and then I guess when it was um rendering or buffering over, that it just cut off the last part of the podcast. We was talking about you know state puff marshmallow man coming in, and it is Adam Page, and you know he takes out uh all the elite, and then of course the Dark Order win. And then we ended the podcast, so I do apologize for it being like this. It ended so abruptly, but make sure you guys go uh, like, subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps, spacesfilly.com. Make sure you check out Prioritize Podcast as well, and uh, you know we'll make sure that this won't happen again for the next podcast. So uh, once again, this is NCN Place We Chill with Mr. Andy, and you know not DSS with Prime Time and Q Flow wherever you're at. Please take us out.
orgasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's NC Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.